Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! Hello! And welcome to Kim, Kim and Cat Stay, Stay Alive. alive. Maybe. What are we, Kim? We are a horror movie comedy podcast, and we are going to tell you the entirety of a movie, step by motherfucking step, spoilers and all. And this week, I, Kim Burns, am going to be telling you the tale. And this week, I, Ketrin Porter Martin, am going to listen and try to stay alive in it, based on the information and story that Kim tells me. May the odds be in your favor. Why, thank you, Ms. Burns. Gina holes out. It's up. So, we have yes. been recording our episodes, video of our episodes, yeah. and putting them on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And this week, we finally have some new equipment. That I think it should sound better. Yeah, I'm very very excited excited about it. So we have a whole smorgasbord of uh, technological recording equipment. So many things. So many wires that are plugged into other wires and boxes. Yep. If only you could see. We look like real life podcasters. (laughs) Um, So shout out to our patrons for supporting us. Um, we did upgrade some equipment to make the videos sound better. Um, we have been using it for like um, one or two episodes. That we go live a lot over on Patreon for like our mini shows and postmortem, which is when we do talk about like 
all the shit after the movie, like just like facts about it and things we want to know and stuff like that. Um, all those times where one of us asks the other a question that we don't know, we go and find it out. Yeah. Um, and then just like things about the movie, since we're not really doing that on like our main episodes, like finding out about the movie. That's not like what we're doing. So we do it over on the Patreon. And yes. um, yeah, so uh, it's uh, better. That's I don't know. Yeah. Cool. And no, no, no. Cool story, it's great. Kim. It's, it's it <laughs> is. It, no. You know what, Kim? I thought it was a great story. I loved it. And I was <laughs> I was you. absolutely engaged. Enthralled. Were you enthralled? Enthralled. All I'm saying um, is, I don't know. Go check it out. It sounds better. Uh, and yeah. we're excited. We hope everyone else is excited. And thank you so much to all of our amazing patrons for supporting us. Um, yes. We truly couldn't do it without you. Yeah. We were straight up able, able? We able to get. A, able to get this equipment because y'all support us so yeah. thank you um also help me with time at the moment Ooh, that we are, are that our listeners are live show yes so does it work Sunday night yes okay so this Sunday night 10 30 p.m uh pacific, pacific. so Put the kids to bed. If you're on the East Coast, <laughs> take a little nap. Alarm. Yeah, take a little <laughs> nap. Uh, we're going to do a fucking live show because you know what? COVID-19 can suck a big dick. Yeah. I mean, it's a live streaming show. <laughs> so well, everyone's invited. Oh, sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, and yeah. it's going to be part of Horrible Imaginings Film Festival. Um, yeah. And so that actually starts September 1st, the festival yes. itself. And there are so many cool things over at that Lots festival, cool you guys. Things. There's also a chat along on Saturday night around, I think that's at 1032, um, mm-hmm. that we're going to be part of that, like watching a movie and like chatting. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you want to go buy tickets, um, I'll put the link in the show notes um, for the festival in general. Like there's a ton of awesome like genre films yeah. over there. Um, Miguel, who runs it, is like really fucking awesome. Incredible dude. And um Lots of cool people, lots of cool things. Check it out. And uh, also, if you want to just watch ours, you can do that, too. Yeah, we're really excited. I, I mean, I'm I'm really excited about it. Like, I uh, I just feel, I feel really happy that, like, in all of this nonsense, we've figured out how to, you know, still get that hit of adrenaline and, like, a live form. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um especially since we had like multiple show- live shows canceled because of quarantine. So <laughs> it'll yeah. be fun to kind of do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a, it's not based on, you know, what city you're in. People, our listeners Everyone from all over the country can listen. Oh, world. Oh, the world. Um, hi, how are you? Uh, so I've had a week. <laughs> yes, you have. It's been a thing. Guys, dive right on in, Ms. Burns. Guys, I, uh, um, my car, uh, overheated and blew a head gasket and I was on the freeway and, um, I was stuck on the off ramp. <laughs> it just literally shut down. Like I was like, fuck, I need to get off the freeway. And then it just turned off, turned off. It just was like, I'm done. Goodbye. So Hello? did you have to just kind of like drift, like drift? Yeah. Because where I picked you up was, I was like halfway on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was trying to get to like the road road, but I was like stuck on the off ramp. Right, right, right. 
um, which is better than being in the middle of the highway. So that's mm-hmm. a plus for sure. 100%. I've, um, I've had my car shut down in the center lane of the middle of the highway. Yeah, that that's, blows a big butt sack. Not great. Yeah. So I was grateful for that. Um, but yeah, it just turned itself off. And um, then... Uh, my parents give me triple A, a triple A card is like a Christmas gift. And, um, my stepdad and I got into, I mean, we just don't see eye to eye politically and we both know that. So I just don't talk about it. I don't bring it up. It's really not hard to just not bring something up. We're not going to change each other's minds. And there's a lot of history of things there anyway. So whatever. Last time we were on the phone, he started bringing things up and I was like, I don't want to talk to you about this. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. And then all lives matter came up and I was like, I'm not going to talk to you about this. I'm not going to talk to you about this. Uh, And then he hung up on me and apparently canceled my triple fucking a and then didn't fucking tell me. So then I was a fucking trash move. (sighs) So I was just, Fucked on the side of the road then because I didn't know like I would have gotten my own shit you know what I mean and it's a fucking gift it's a gift that they give you so whatever um it got taken care of I ended up whatever having to pay for it and um got my car towed then find out that like yeah the radiator like it's like fucking melted and shit and like Easily a couple thousand dollars to fix, at least to fix the first part to then just see if there's more. Like, that, it was so bad that they, like, couldn't even start it to kind of figure out things. Um, and your so, bro, you said your bro talked to the mechanic, right? So, yeah, that was always really cool. Okay. So, like, the, so my family used to own an auto shop and, like, so my stepdad's a mechanic and, like, two of my brothers are mechanics. And, like, that was, like, the one thing I could really rely on him for was, like, car stuff, you know? And so... It was, like, really complicated emotionally because of all of that. Like, yeah, the whole car thing sucks, but, like, it was more of, like, the family stuff and everything that's a lot harder to deal with um, because I just felt, like, completely, like, let down. Abandoned. Abandoned. Yeah. Um, And it's not a good feeling. Like, I can't rely on them, you know, and I've always felt that way, but it was, like, the car was, like, the one thing that I could and um so yeah I was really 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 grateful that I like both of my brothers talked to me and like they were both really helpful like one of them was just like fucking amazing and he like called the auto shop for me and like talked to them like and like that's amazing pretty much everyone involved was like you need to get like it's don't fix don't pay money to fix this car like just get rid of it so yeah now I have to figure out something else and then (laughs) I'm gonna cry Guys, just, like, <laughs> Katrin is, like, the best friend in the world. Like, you have no idea. <laughs> well, Kim, you you agreed to cry. I did not agree to cry. <laughs> She's just, like, so there for me. Like, how I was just saying that I can't rely on my parents, like, at all. Like, I do, don't have a lot of people I can rely on in my life. Like, and so I'm have been forced to do everything my own like I have to do everything on my own I just have to and I just make it work I always do like but like Ketrin like came and picked me up like from the fucking side of the freeway 
and now her and Eric have like let me drive like a second car just to like have something right now so I can go test drive other cars but then they were like even if you want to keep it for a while and like save money you know like they're just like (sighs) that was all well the idea to give you the car that was all Eric we have to give a shout out to him and it was all his idea and you're on the insurance, and then I took a little picture of him cleaning out the little car with a little vacuum cleaner. We just, we love you, and, you know, we talked about it, um, uh, we talked about it today because um, the feeling that you're describing, Kim, of, like, not being able to rely on someone or feeling abandoned, uh, I'll just say I've never had that feeling. I've never felt that way I don't know what that feels like yeah so um you know I can sympathize but I don't actually get it and my husband is the same way in that he can relate to you to me. yeah you know yeah. um and so I really like being able to give you that feeling and I you know I am grateful for opportunities to like put it into practice so that like you know it's real that it's not just talk that like you do have someone that you can rely on that's never going to abandon you thank you i love both of you guys so much we love you just like the bestest bestest friends and that's how i felt like i was like burst into tears because i was like that's how it felt like i you know it's like i grew up in an abusive household and it's just tough and it's so complicated and it still is obviously and like the fact that I can, like, do have people in my life that I know I can rely on is, like, really, really, like, wonderful. You got so, you forever. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you so much. And Eric, um, you're both amazing and my bestest friends in the whole wide world. Kim, I will say this. I mean, you're welcome for marrying such a fucking stellar dude. <laughs> I really set us up for success. I really thought about, like, what kind of husband do I need to marry for Kim and I? You know, like, that's really how I made the choice. So That's what I'll be on the lookout for now. Exactly. It's like, what kind of, what kind of second husband does Ketrin need? Yeah. And that's how you can, <laughs> you can what, choose your what partner. What things do we need? Remember when we were younger, in our early 20s, all of our friends in L.A., we each were like, Let's marry each marry a man with like a specific trade or yes! like um like a talent of some sort. Like one. We had person. it all broken down. It was yeah. like somebody needs to marry a lawyer, yeah. somebody needs to marry a doctor. Yeah. I think we had chef in there too. Oh, like I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, he's gonna do that. Yeah. And then we would all and then we would all live in a big compound with right. all of our own houses. But it was so basically we were just starting our own cult. Yeah. But 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 we're not, but just uh, less of a cult, more of a Mormon situation. Yeah, like a commune. Commune. If you will. Yeah, we're not because trying to hurt anybody. We are just trying to have everyone's needs be met. Right. And also, here's another big difference between us and cults. We are pretty exclusive and we don't want anyone exactly else. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I'm just like, we're not going to let anyone else in, though. <laughs> No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just, we want uh, the exact experts in their field that we want, and then yep. that's it. Everyone and else then is doors cut are off. closed. Yep. <laughs> no admittance. <laughs> yeah, we got it all figured out, guys. Well, um, so. Brenzi, I love you. 
your you your golden. Nothing's um, ever gonna happen to you as long as I'm around. Thanks. And Eric, you're welcome. Thank you. So Kim, you know how you really want the taste of hot sauce, but you're a big, huge, giant wuss. <laughs> I do. I found a hot sauce. You for did. You. What is it? El Yucateco hot sauce. It is called a hot sauce for everyone, Ooh. even Kim. Here's why you can handle it. So they focus on flavor, not heat. And also, it's non-vinegar based, which you're also a wuss about. <laughs> this is made for me. They use the whole fruit of the pepper, non-vinegar based, and then they also don't use the capsaicin extract, which is the thing that burns your mouth off. Wow. They have five different habanero-based sauces. You can do the jalapeno, that's the least hot. Then it goes to chipotle, then red, then Caribbean, then green, then black, then triple X hot, baby. That's for you because you like to sweat while you eat. I do. I do really like to sweat while I'm eating. So yeah, give it a shot. Cool. I guess I'll go to www.shopelyucateco.com. That's shop, E-L-Y-U-C-A-T-E-C-O.com. Hashtag king of flavor. Go try the hot sauce for everyone, even Kim. You want to hear about a movie? Yes, ma'am. Okay. This is Daniel Isn't Real. Interesting. Do you know what this is? No. Well, I mean, I've seen it on your list, and it's been on your list for a while, I think, for a minute. So anytime I've seen it come up in articles or anything, I avoid it. Oh, so okay, good. I know nothing. Oh, good. <laughs> so it's on Shudder. Okay. Um, it was made in 2019. Okay. So, uh, okay, dead or alive? Luke. Alive. Daniel. Uh, dead? Mom. Dead. Cassie. Alive. Sophie. Uh, dead. Roommate. Roommate. Dead. Dr. Brown. Alive. You're on par with your 100 episodes, course. Oh, great. Cool. We start with, like, a red and orange, like, swirling galaxy-looking thing. That has like kind of like thunder rumbly sounds and like light flashes through it, like lightning and stuff kind of thing. Okay. Cut to a diner where we're kind of like behind the counter and we're looking out. There's like a girl kind of getting coffee together who works there. There's someone sitting at the counter next to us. There's someone sitting at the counter on the corner and right behind the person on the corner is the doorway. Okay. To get into the diner. Mm Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there's like a table where people are sitting. So um, the coffee shop girl is kind of like handing coffee to someone. She goes to the other guy being like, you want another cup? Like, da, 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 da. And um, then she's like going to the little thing and making coffee. And then some guy walks into the doorway, bam, shoots Ah. the guy at the counter with a shotgun. And then he shoots the people at the table. And then the girl just like ducks down like behind the counter. So we're just looking at her and just hearing like, bam, 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 
Like he's just oh, shooting no. up the fucking place. Did we see who came? Like, could we? Did we see someone come in? Not really. Oh like, no, was, because she was behind, or she was doing coffee. Yeah, like I mean, we saw like he's like a a guy in like a white button up, basically with like a black tie, uh, okay. but like pulled out shirt. Um, Got it. Vaguely, kind of, you know, but I couldn't like pick him out of a lineup. Okay. Now we cut to a house where two parents are in the kitchen and they're fighting. And the mom is, like, yelling at him, like, don't tell me how to feel and all these things. And, like, um, you know, she basically, it sounds like he's, the dad is trying to leave pretty much. Oh, Because she's, like, yelling at him. And then, like, she starts throwing fucking plates at him and, like, on the ground and stuff. And he's, like, you need help. Like, and there's something mentioned about doctors and stuff. But she's, he's, like, you need to get help and things like that. And then we see kind of, like around the corner from them in the hallway is a little boy. Oh, shoot. Who's listening to all of it. Who's maybe like five to six. Five to six. I think that's his age. I'm going to go with it. Love it. I mean, now that I have five-year-old nieces, I'm I'm better at that exact age. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, you have a reference point. (laughs) I can do 10-year-olds pretty, pretty great. Yeah. We'll I, say can five. Ident- I can Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be five, five to ten. He he just looks like a cute little baby five year old. Oh um, my gosh. And he was listening to the fight. So yeah, he's like kind of watching and hears it all. And then he's holding a little stuffed like animal, like a little bear or something, and he's like, It's gonna be okay, Wilbur and then he like runs out. Wilbur? His name That's is the Wilbur. cutest name I've ever heard. I know. Oh god. For his bear. A little really bear. Cute. Wilbur's a name we should bring back. For people? Sure. Human? Oh, no, but what if Wilbur grows up to be a dick? And then you have like a dicky Wilbur. That doesn't work. Yeah, Wilbur has to be sweet. Yeah, let's stick to stuffed animals. I I I rescind my retracted. I've got it. blacked it out of the transcript. Transcript. Got it. So now the boy's walking down the street holding his little stuffed animal and we kind of hear like sirens in the background and he like sees something ahead. So now he's like in a crowded like yellow taped off police kind of area but has like a crowd all around it. So he kind of like ducks in and starts walking through the crowd and then gets right up to the front and sees the gunman who has been shot himself. So he's just dead like splayed out like halfway out the door like in a pile of blood. Oh. Dude, this is a traumatic night for our little buddy. So we're just like, the kid's just staring. And then now the camera shot is like on the the dead guys. We're seeing him. And then we hear a little boy's voice go, you want to go play? And we look back at him and there's another boy that's um, come up next to him. And this kid's like a little bit bigger. um, And he has like a cute little like black vest on and like slick back hair. Um, yeah, not like a big, a big, big kid, you know what I mean? But just like, if sure. this kid's five, he's like seven or something. Yeah. Um, or just taller. I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know how kids work. This will never not be funny to me. Continue. What are, what are kids? I, d- I don't know. Kids have four legs. They're very furry. A tail. <laughs> uh, shall I continue? <laughs> and they like to poop in boxes. Yep. Sounds about right to me. (laughs) 
So now the two boys go play on a playground and it's like very cute. Like the whole thing where it's like, I'm the star keeper and I'm gonna like, like it's like adorable little kids play. Oh my God. Cut to the mom looking out the, the door of the house. Like it probably, it looks like they probably like live in like Brooklyn or something like that, you know, okay. cause it's like looks New Yorkish kind of. And she's like calling for Luke, the little kid. Mm-hmm. And she ends up finding him at the playground and she's like, don't you ever run away like that? Like, come on, let's go. And she starts to like pull him away. And little Luke is like, wait, can Daniel come with us? And mom's like, Daniel, who's Daniel? And he's like, mom, he's my friend. And she's like, okay, sure. And then so she kind of, or she kind of like looks for a little bit and she's like, okay, fine. And then she just talks to like the air next to where we see Daniel. um, Okay. And is like, "Um, Daniel, do you want to come to our house for dinner? And like little slick back hair kid who she's not looking at is like, yeah, thanks. Okay. All right. And the boys like hold each other's hands and like walk back to the house. That's the age when boys didn't know that the patriarchy tells them to not express their emotions or be affectionate with each other. I I know, and they're just soups cute. I love it. Did you have an imaginary friend? No. Did you? You didn't. Yeah. You did? I had many. Mm -hmm. Really? Well, because I was Alice, and so I literally had all of the characters in Wonderland I would talk to and were my friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like, played like a kid, but I wouldn't say I had, like, an imaginary friend. Pretty sh- I'm pretty sure I required addressing myself as Alice and my kingdom as, the you know, all the characters in there. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll ask, I'll ask Peg. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of fucking people around me all the time, so... <laughs> That's true. You you always were like, I would like less people. I don't need to create them. Because even before the step people came, like, I still had my brother. And then, like, the whole, like, we just played with, my neighborhood was very, like, you just went outside and played. Yeah. Like, I had neighborhood kids. Yeah. So, like, we always, and they were all the, our same ages, too. Like, my brother yes. and my age. Like, we all just had kids that were our ages. So, we just went outside yeah. and played. So, like, I didn't really, I can't, you like, didn't I have any room. Have, yeah, I really didn't. Yeah, and I had like cousins and stuff too. Like there was, there was no space. I had no, my schedule was full. Yeah, honestly, admission is closed. Like my cult friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is my cult of friends. No imaginaries allowed. <laughs> ah, that's so true. So now we kind of get like a little montage of like the boys playing in different ways, and they're like sword fighting with brooms, and then like they're like we're gonna skydive out of a helicopter, and then Daniel's like teaching Luke how to fold origami oh cut to Luke like bringing mom like a little basket that's like an origami tea set and he's like I made this for you because you've been sad lately oh what a sweet little boy so then they're back to like jumping out of the helicopter and they do this little like movement where they're like whoosh and it's like the parachute like coming out um and then they're broom fighting, but, like, the brooms turn into actual swords. Like, and so then Cute. they're, like, actually, like, fighting with swords and stuff in this, yeah. like, little, like, castle land. And then we see mom come in and she's watching and it's just Luke by himself with a broom in the air, like, smiling. Oh, right, right, and right. having okay. the best time. Yeah. Cute. So. And then we got to, like, 
mom who like holds Luke up into the mirror in the house. And she says, we're going to be just fine. Just you and me. Mm, Okay. So dad left. So dad left. Yeah. Okay. So she's holding him up and like sitting in the mirror and being like, you know, just you and me. Daniel's kind of on the side, like watching this. And he's like, then later says, I have a really good idea. So now the two boys go and open a drawer and it has a bunch of like meds in it. And Uh Dan, so like Luke pulls one out and he can't open it. Daniel like tells him how to open it. Like you have to push it down. Um, And Daniel's like, they're going to give your mom superpowers. So Um. Luke is now like staying on a chair, like making like a milkshake or something or smoothie and like pours the whole bottle in. Oh, fuck. This is not turning out well (laughs) at all. (laughs) This is bad. Peg, what did did Ketron's friends do to you? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Cut to Mom Mom was just like, can you guys get me another bourbon? (laughs) (laughs) And they like bring it in a full tea set. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) With a side of magic mushrooms. Exactly. Uh, Cut to mom um, in bed. Very sick. Shockingly. Sure. Yeah. Like barfy sick? Like sweating can barely move and she's like luke luke and she literally like crawls off the bed and we hear like the toilet flush like she probably threw up yeah and she like crawls into luke's room he's just like sitting there on the bed like looking really scared and she sees the empty pill bottle and she's like what did you do and luke is like it wasn't me it was daniel and she's like no more daniel honey and Daniel's standing there watching. You know who doesn't have imaginary friends that then poison you? Cats. <laughs> I wish you Once were a again. cat. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like even if your kid isn't creepy, then their friend is creepy. Like they're right. Like, what the fuck, man? It's just. I mean, it's Can't just get a goddamn too much. break. So we got to warn Jenna. We got to be like, <laughs> if your kids start talking about imaginary friends, I, I don't know how this came up. Probably somehow through this, watching this, uh-huh. I don't know what I was looking for. Maybe I was looking for the clue picture for uh, Instagram. Like, so I was looking for an okay. imaginary friend or something. And I came upon this article that was like, how to tell if your kid's imaginary friend is possibly a ghost. <laughs> Oh, my God. We need to send that to everyone we know with children. We have to do it. That's great. Uh, yeah. I, was like, I thought you were going to say how to tell if your child's imaginary friend indicates that your child is mentally ill. That's uh, what I was going to think. Uh, that's its own lesson that uh, needs to be taught. Because that was actually, in all seriousness, when I would only respond to Alice, when I started preschool, my parents were like, so she only is going by Alice right now, not her name. Should we be concerned? Because they were little baby parents. Yeah. And uh, the preschool teacher was like, oh, no, no, I know. no, I was no. Like, I feel like do that's that all the time. Concerning. But then, but then she goes, if it goes on for much longer, though, I have some child psychologists I can refer you to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so... Mom ends up being fine. 
Cut oh, to later. Okay. In Daniel's room is like this big giant dollhouse that kind of looks like similar to the dollhouse in the lodge. Okay. Like it's huge. And mom has a key and she's like, take this key and lock up your imaginary friend in your grandmother's dollhouse. Lock up your imaginary. Good strategy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Smart. And Luke doesn't want to do it at first, but like eventually he starts, he's like, okay, Daniel, get in. And then he like kind of starts yelling. He's like, Daniel, get in. And he's like, get in, get in, get in, get in, get in. And the dollhouse is like now like the windows have like red and yellow lights, like all like flashing and like strobing throughout it kind of. Shit. And now Daniel's like inside the dollhouse basically. He's like in like a room that we can. Okay. Isn't the room we've seen before. And it's all like all the lights inside are flashing red and yellow. And so, so he's, like, he's like proportionately small enough to be in this house now. I guess so. Okay. I mean, we're inside the dollhouse, so he just, it all just looks normal. If that makes That's sense. what I mean. Like, he's not like, like <laughs> no, he's smashed not into the up. house. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was at. He's not like one, like half a leg in the living room, half a leg yeah. in the kitchen, eyeball out the window situation. Exactly. No. Yeah. That's he's what I just want to make Okay. Fair question. <laughs> Valid <you>. question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so he's like in the living room of the dollhouse and he's like okay. banging on the front door like pissed. And then we see the key turn and lock the door. Mm. Luke walks away as Daniel's like banging and mom covers the entire dollhouse with a blanket. Sure. Cut to Luke. Like it's like the back of little Luke's like head just like sitting on a bench and it kind of fades into like older Luke now who's like on or sitting on like a roof doing homework like in college okay cut to him in his dorm room and he's talking on the phone with his mom and she sounds very like manic like she's like I mean you can come home if you want to but you don't have to come home on like my account like it's fine you know like and you know I mean and don't come home just because you don't like the school like maybe you just need to find some friends um and all these things and then his roommate is kind of sitting there being a Total douchebag. Like, I don't even know what he was talking about. Like, Ugh. someone's tits or something. Ugh. And um, that kind of thing. So then Luke is, like, out. Um, he's in, like, a school, like, the school hallway, kind of sitting outside of a classroom, just looking in the window, and they're talking about, like, photography. It's a photography class, clearly. Okay. And then he does go home. So he goes into the house. um, and there's papers taped up everywhere. Like oh. basically pages ripped from a book almost. So they're just like oh, no. taped all along the wall and like all the way up the stairs and like all the way the fuck around. And he's like, Mom. Oh no. And he like finds her in a different room and she's just like cutting out pages of a book. Um and he like brought food for her and she's like too busy with the things she's doing. And we just hear like like a really loud clock ticking, like my fucking nightmare, you know, where oh, she's just like, it's a full nightmare. And it's like, click, oh, click, click, click. And I was like, ah! Oh, <laughs> that is excruciating. God, mm. you really need a mommy when you're like that age in college and to have to be the parent. Oh, God, that's just terrible. Yeah. And um, he's kind of like, what, what are you working on? And she's like, well, the words, I feel like there's like messages that are like, Kind of like they speak to me, you know? Oh, shit. We're talking full-blown schizophrenia here. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. 
and the mirror that's on the wall, I guess it was kind of scratched up or something. I couldn't really tell, but he was like, what happened to the mirror? And she's like, I didn't like what I saw. And she kind of just starts to like laugh a little like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so now we get to Luke on the subway and he goes to some party. It's like a wolf party. So sometimes people have like little wolf masks on and stuff, but it's like techno music and like strobe lights happening. Is, is this what the kids are doing? Dressing up like wolves and going to raves? Wolf, well, wolf party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf party. We wolf literally party. just showed each other pictures of our like porn star parties and like S&M parties that we used to do. And you're not wrong. Like every wrong. party we did in theater was themed was a in theme some party. way. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know what? Man, theater parties, there's no party like a theater party because there's always a fucking theme. Yeah. It's like Halloween all year round. You just dressed yeah. up all the time. It was fucking amazing. And then just you know what we're doing around. in 2021 when the apocalypse is over. What theme parties? Theme all parties. Theme parties. Bringing them back. 2021 is the year of theme parties. It has been declared. Uh-huh. First one's a wolf party. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he's at the wolf party. He's kind of just hanging by himself, like, against the wall, like, holding a beer. And he kind of sees, like, a cute girl across the room. And they, like, meet eyes a little bit. But it's, like, super dark, strobe lights and stuff, you know. And he kind of starts to, like, walk towards her and then, like, get a little, like, feel weird. And he, like, passes out and looks like he kind of starts to have a little bit of a seizure. And then, like, POV from him, there's, like, flashes above him and the faces standing around him start to, like, it's, like, normal face. But then it flashes into a, a wolf. And, like, Uh flashes back and forth a little bit. And so he freaks out from that, and he, like, screams and then, like, runs out and goes back to the subway. Sure. Okay, so not a roofie situation because he was able to, like, wake up and move and get out. Okay. Yeah. To me, yeah. I mean, I would have assumed it's more of the strobe lighty thing, but... um, I just... I hear holding a beer at a college party, and I immediately go roofie. So I was just... That's what I was clarifying. That no, it, definitely yeah. not. It was a mental thing. Okay, got it. Speaking of which, cut to him at his therapist office. Therapy is good, bro. Therapy is good. So the doctor is kind of saying how it's common for people to see things that aren't real, and he's like, stress alone can do that. So he like wouldn't really worry. And Luke is kind of like, well, if I faint like a Victorian duchess, every time I get stressed out by college, it's going to be a long four years. Like a Victorian Duchess, what a little love muffin. Oh, my God. I love it. Luke is amazing, by the way. The actor of Luke is amazing. I can't decide when I want to share this information about who he is because he's uh, he's such a good – okay. He's such a good actor Okay, and totally adorable, and his name is Miles Robbins. And I was like, who is this kid? Because, like, once I got to the end, I was just like, I got to find out who this kid is. Um, yeah. He's the fucking son of – of Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins. Stop it! And I was like, well, no wonder you're such a good actor. It's like literally inside yes. of your blood genes. Like in you are, your body. There is, it was impossible for you not to be a great actor. What a, oh, okay. This yeah. is, all, I mean, I was already all about seeing this with my own eyeballs, but now I'm like, my eyeballs are on yeah. it. I mean, he only gets better, but. Um, yeah, so 
and he's talking about how mom doesn't trust doctors and like she wouldn't even want him to be here right now like and he kind of is just saying like that she's not well and he's like I think it's gotten worse since I went to college and he's kind of starting to worry um and the doctor's like what are you what are you worried about and he's like well I'm worried that I might become like her and he's like this this is the age right that it happens yep yep did you did you did you throw a little part you probably didn't I think this is just me did you throw a little party when you bypassed the age that you were most likely to get schizophrenia I've never considered that I would get schizophrenia ever in my life yeah me neither I think that's super no offense I mean it's fine that you can no no it's completely it's crazy why would anyone celebrate that or be sort of talking it up until that age and I don't really excited when it in, passed. <laughs> in your and my defense I don't think that's specific to schizophrenia that's specific to me not being a believing that I'm going to get anything bad right. yes like I just Whereas, don't like to go down those pathways I mean it's, it's very conscious but like in general like I'm just kind of like I'm not available for that <laughs> I'm not available yes Whereas Sorry. my brain is like, I'm going to go down all the pathways and then yeah. I have to be like, okay, let me prepare for this pathway and this pathway and this pathway and here we yeah. go. Why are Other we things don't ever do cross. This? I don't know. Other things don't ever <laughs> cross my mind. Like, because actually during that time was like, because it actually is young or it's later for girls. So like. Yeah. It's um, about 27 for girls. Yeah. So around that time was when I had my really bad breakup with Mitch where I did feel actually insane and like suicidal. So like. Yeah. I think it kind of did cross my mind at certain points where I was like, well, if I was going to be great, like hit the schizophrenia the mark, it would be right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not like it hasn't crossed my mind, but like not to the point of being like, yay, it didn't. Like mostly I'm just <laughs> Where like, I was like, not okay, and it is my <laughs> 28th birthday and I am not seeing anything. <laughs> this is good news. <laughs> I'm just like, it's not for me. I just don't really feel like it. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. I would get schizophrenia, and then I just put a blanket over it. Like, I'm like, I'm probably fine. <laughs> and I'd be like, Kim, you're seeing four of me. We need to have a conversation about this. That's totally what I would do. Like, it's not, yeah. It's like, I'm just like, I'm sure it's fine. And I'd be it's like, totally cool. let me just cool, take cool, cool. this blanket. I'm just going to take this blanket off real quick. <laughs> just take it off. <laughs> So that's why we're friends. Yeah. You keep me from losing my mind over <laughs> things that don't exist. And I take the blanket off when you actually go insane. Exactly. See, we need each other. We're, we we're really a perfect do. little yin yang. It's perfect. Okay. I am tangent town. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, no, it's great. So, oh, so his doctor is like, have you seen things before? Um, and at first he's like, no. And then he's like, I mean, I mean, I, like, as a kid, I had, like, an imaginary friend or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, Daniel, like, Shit. he was my best friend. Or he was kind of, he was, like, he was my only friend, really. And and the doctor was, like, well, we all have needs, you know. Right. Um, and then Luke kind of laughs, and he was, like, I must have had some pretty sick needs. And the doctor's, like, why did something happen? And he's, like, no, 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 just, like, kid stuff, you know. Like, doesn't say <laughs> okay. Well, kids are fucking cre- creepy crap Creepy crap so what are you so- talking about? <laughs> So what are you talking about, Daniel? Yeah. Oh, no, wait, not Daniel. Luke. (laughs) Same. So a doctor tells him, maybe you shouldn't be afraid of your imagination. Maybe um, 
kind of like, like, I don't know what he's saying. I wrote maybe Comet with that part of yourself again. Connect. Connect. There we go. Connect. The two ends made an N. There we go. Maybe just Comet with your imagination again and just shoot it to the moon you know what i mean i'm a yeah star yeah so basically he's like your imagination like isn't all bad like maybe like what you need is to kind of connect again so cut to luke um kind of just walking down the street now but he's like looking at his phone like not paying attention and some chick on a skateboard like crashes right into him um and they kind of fall and have a whole interaction and she's like this like beautiful badass girl with like dreads and like super artsy and she's like what the fuck you know like very sassy you know um moving on from there uh cut to oh later luke and mom are just kind of like sitting next to each other like snuggled up like watching tv and mom just kind of snuggles in and she's just like you know you you've got to love yourself oh that's very sweet that's true so now Luke is like up in like his bed and like his childhood room and he sees like his little stuffed animal that he had as a kid sitting Wilbur? kind of like somewhere. Yeah. And he's like thinking about what the doctor said and he's like, hey, Wilbur, how you doing, buddy? And he kind of like talks to him and then like has he's like, you know, like just like it's just sweet um, and kind of like gives him a little hug. Uh, question number one, going down that same path of imagination and things, what do you do and what does he do? Uh, I think if Daniel is a manifestation of some shit I haven't dealt with, I got to unlock it can't deal with your shit unless you expose it if daniel is a ghost shit if daniel's a ghost then i'm letting him out i'm gonna go down the path of mental health um i think i gotta let daniel out and at least just like gain more information uh because i'm clearly having episodes so I need to gather some tools to deal with my episodes. And I don't think I can do that unless I deal with what Daniel is. So I think we're both going to open the dollhouse hand in hand. Point for Luke. Okay. He Ooh. goes to the dollhouse. Oh, okay. So I should not have opened the dollhouse. Great. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> he goes to the dollhouse. He pulls off the blanket finds the key in his room and um it's kind of we just see like a dark like slow zoom towards like the dollhouse but cuts to later your strategy of putting a blanket over things pre-therapy legit is, is what they did they literally put a blanket over it okay so i just gotta get into my i was here for it therapy mind I and i'm gonna like, put a blanket over you guys go I get that <laughs> shit up look at you go Okay. Um, so Luke's like asleep in bed and we hear a crash and it's like glasses breaking and more glass breaking and he gets up. And so he basically just like looks over the side of the railing and he can see like the hallway down below. 
Um, yes. He's on like the second floor. And downstairs, his mom has like broken either like a mirror or like just glass. And she's just walking back and forth on it, like mumbling to herself. Oh, God. And then she like turns and starts like padding up the stairs, just like staring and holding scissors in her hand. This is terrifying. She comes up and she like walks up, but then doesn't even look at him and walks right by him into her room and then into the bathroom and locks herself in the bathroom. <gasps> I'm so terrified. now Luke is trying to get in and he ends up just like breaking through the door and he's like, Jesus, what did you do? And he, we don't see, but he looks kind of towards her wrists. So I'm wondering oh. if she like basically cut her wrists and yeah. she's just staring in the mirror and she's like, I can't look at this face anymore. I can't look at this face anymore. And she starts just smashing the mirror with her bare hands. And so Luke goes and stops her and mom is like, don't touch me. And she backs up and like, as she backs up, we see like the other side of the bathroom and there's like a tub and in the tub is a shirtless man with slicked back hair just sitting there with like, just chilling basically like looking at them. Oh no. Luke kind of looks, but like focuses on his mom basically. And Mm -hmm. Um, so Luke sees it. Luke yeah, sees it. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Okay. And then mom gets off like, and like talking and she's like yelling. She's kind of mad at him now like to Luke and she's just like, like you're any different like da 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 da. And then we hear like just the voice of a man be like, it'll be okay, Luke. And Luke's like um, basically saying to mom like, I can't let you stay here anymore, you know, and mom is like freaking out and she like grabs the scissors and I think she's basically like threatening to kill herself pretty much. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so we hear the man uh, is now standing kind of next to them, like watching. And he tells Luke, put the blade to your own throat. But he's like very what? calm. Like he's like, Luke, put the blade to your own throat. No. And it's like in his, her mom's, in the mom's hand. Um, question number two, what do you do? What does he do? Okay, wait. Okay. Let me separate myself from this. All right. Okay. I am not going to put the blade to my throat. Um, I am going to call 911. I believe that his mom has demonstrated enough things that she could be committed against her will for a period of time. But she, like, currently so has the scissors do- in her hand and is, like, trying to kill herself, basically. Yes. I, I, I still am going to do kind of a double situation of, like, taking this, the immediate threat out of her hands and calling 911. Like, kind of that whole thing. Distract her at the very least. Try to take the scissors out of her hand. Call 911. I think Luke takes a different tactic where he does take the scissors out of her hand, holds them to his throat almost as like a threat of like, I, like I'm going to kill myself unless you agree to get help or something like that. Like use his own, like how much she loves him uh, to get what he wants 
And that's my final answer. Oh, I'm also going to get therapy for the man that I'm seeing hanging out in the bathtub. So my choice is threefold. I'm going to give you a point and a half. So I'll, I'll give a point to you. So like, basically the issue is that you can't get the scissors out of your mom's hand. Like that's what we're trying to do. Oh, okay. Um, why, why not? Because what's, ha- she, what's happening that I like, she's threatening you and herself. Like she has a pointy thing. Okay. I think Pretty in my much. head, I was just thinking I could overpower her, but that's great. Okay. Now I know. Okay. So what he does is grab her hand, but like, she's still holding the scissors but then puts it to his throat her his own throat his own throat so the same idea but that's how he gets her to let go of the scissors got it okay um like he's like let go or or kill me got it um so she lets go and cries and then like hugs him oh my god this is so hard. yeah buckle up <laughs> cut to luke now kind of later just like sitting on the floor at the end of the hallway and there's just like broken glass all across and the guy who is Daniel um, yeah, yeah, yeah with the slick back hair but slick older back like hair. basically so yeah he's Luke's like college age, age Daniel now yeah. um comes and sits down next to him and he's like don't worry she's gonna get through this and he's like so are you to Luke and okay. Luke was kind of like I didn't know you'd be there after so long and Daniel says, well, you needed me. And then he goes like, hey, and kind of taps him a little bit and does the little parachute thing. Cute. Yeah. And so the next day, Luke is like cleaning up the glass downstairs with a broom. And Daniel comes in holding up a broom. And he's like, my blade swings shop, sire. And <laughs> Luke is like, um, my blade is a broom. It felt very drop dead Fred right now. Of like, yes, um, I was just thinking that. It felt very drop dead Fred. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. I love that I movie know. so much. Where it's Are like you team he's going up now. Sanity? Do you remember this from How to Fred? Team Fred, I think. I'm team Fred. Yeah, for sure. I can't remember what the teams are exactly, but I remember pretty sure that I'm Team Fred. Basically that Fred was there to like sort of, that he was real and he was there to like make her feel her full self kind of thing. And team sanity yeah. was that she's schizophrenic and insane. No, and I, was I was totally Fred. Team Fred. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so Daniel kind of starts looking through, um, Luke has some school books there and it's like, like hardcore classes, you know, and Luke's kind of like, well, it'll be good for me to apply to law school basically is why he's taking those classes and Daniel's like, oh, he's like, your father was a lawyer, wasn't he? And he's like, man, last time I saw you, you were a kid like bursting with imagination. Like what happened? And Luke's just like, you know what fucking happened, Daniel? And it was the parents fighting, dad leaving, and then seeing a dead body in the street. Uh, no, it was uh, Daniel trying to murder his mom. His mom. Right. Ooh, I blocked that out too. Me and Luke. Locked it out. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a knock at the door. It's fucking sassy skateboard chick. Hey, bitch. And she like puts against the window. His wallet had like fallen out of his bag oh, or whatever when they crashed okay. into each other. And so she comes to give it back. And Daniel's just watching. And he's like, don't let a gorgeous girl leave your apartment. 
Um, and so he's like, oh, um, let me get you a reward. <laughs> so he's like, kind of goes back in the house to like go get some cash. And she kind of like wanders in and like looks around. Um, and she's like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Like really. And Daniel's like, insist. And, and Luke's like, I insist you came all this way. And Daniel's helping Luke get laid. Okay. And so she takes his money and she says like, awesome. Like she's like, I'll buy new paint and I'll think of you. And he's like, oh, you're a painter. And Daniel's like, you're an artist too, Luke. And oh. Luke's like, I mean, I do photography sometimes to her. And she looks around at like all of like the papers kind of still everywhere and the class and some blood. Oh shit. Yeah. And he's like looking around. He's like, my mom had an accident and she's like with a chainsaw. Ring. Uh. I don't know why I love it so much. <laughs> Catherine's crying. Aww. I think just because we established that it's like you <laughs> like it's like you saying I love you that it just <laughs> I was really excited to do it <laughs> I couldn't wait <sighs> okay so anyway she says that minus the amazing sound effect because sure because <laughs> who could possibly who could no exactly one. yeah and so she kind of stopped herself she was like that was mean and she asks like if she's all right you know and yeah. he says that she's in the hospital and Daniel's like, yeah, that's good. Like be vulnerable. And he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, Luke says, I'm just here cleaning up things like, like trying not to think about it, you know? Mm. And so she pulls something out of her bag and she's like, it's an invite to like some artist opening tonight um, that she invites him to. And she leaves and Daniel laughs and he's like, so you're a photographer now, huh? And <sighs> Luke actually goes and like grabs like, on like a bookshelf somewhere there's like this like old camera that he goes and like pulls out um and daniel's just like like basically they're gonna go to the party and daniel's like i'm coming right question number three does he come do you let him come and does Luke? okay uh i i don't i i don't I'm pretty good in social situations. He gave me a little bit of confidence. I don't want him to come. Uh, I think... I think Luke hasn't come to the party. Yay! Double ding. Believe in yourself, kids! So, cut to Luke and Daniel on the subway together. And they're walking down the street. It's nighttime now. Um, and just to, like, explain what they look like, like, Luke is always wearing kind of, like, a T-shirt and jeans. And he has kind of, like, shaggy hair a little bit. You uh -huh. know, it's just kind of flopping about. Um, yeah. And Daniel still has, like, the slicked back hair. Slicked back hair. He's wearing, like a, like, a, like, a suit kind of. Not like a, I'm a lawyer suit. Like, I'm a, like, he's wearing sunglasses at night, basically, right now. Like, he's, like, a fucking, like, We'd be, mm, like, we'd be into it yes. if we were in our 20s. We'd yeah. be like, hey, what's up? He's played by, um, this is just Famous Kids movie. Um, oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. What's his name? Shut the fuck up. I forget I don't name. know. Baby Schwartz? Baby Schwartz. You know Baby Schwartz. Yeah, I do. Um, 
who I've waited on, both of them actually before. Oh shit. Arnold is Catherine as well. Oh, I thought you were talking about Arnold's kids because Catherine Schwarzenegger, who's now married to Chris Pratt. Oh, um, no, this dude and Arnold. Baby Schwartz and Schwartz. Got Baby it. Schwartz, okay. yeah. Schwartz, big Schwartz, is mm-hmm. delightful. That doesn't surprise me. Like, actually. So kind. Like, Baby yeah. Schwartz, I can't remember my full feelings on him. He mm-hmm. might have been a little bit of a, a young dick, you know? I mean, it's clear that, like, he grew up with lots of money and where he did and everything like right. that. And then Arnold, it's clear didn't. that Big Schwartz fucking found his way. And so he was like, just the kindest person. I've also yeah. waited on what's her face quite a few times at a different place. Um, the mom slash ex-wife. Uh, Maria her? Shriver. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, I, I'm a big, if I were to have human children, when Eric and I are very, very wealthy, I am a big proponent of uh, raise your rich children like poor people. Yeah, like get a job and shit like that. Yeah, so I guess then I did wait on like the daughters too. Like I don't know how many fucking kids there are, but I waited on Maria Shriver with like a bunch of the adult children. Um, She seems like, because I guess because she's a fucking like Kennedy, right? So Kennedy, yeah. She seems like, she like couldn't even do certain things. Like I feel like yeah, she like so didn't she, know how to set. Like I feel like I'm like just fucking rumor milling things right now. I'm just like here's let's the Hollywood inside it. scoop. Yeah, but I feel like she like often like she paid obviously, but like mm-hmm. I think one of the daughters would sign the check for her. Like you know what I mean? Like wow. I feel like she's just so so just like her entire life probably like didn't do things as herself. a Kennedy. Like Kennedys are literally that was my, like I'm, I'm American royalty. Yeah. Like I'm completely making assumptions of this. It's just like, you know, when you wait tables, you interact with a lot of different kinds of people. So I like, well, the know, only thing that I do know about Maria Shriver is one of my mom's best friends uh, is Maria Shriver's cousin. Mm-hmm. And so I was, whenever I like learned about the Kennedys, I was like, what's Maria like? And my mom's best friend was kind of like, I mean, I'm not close to her. Yeah. Was kind of like the vibe. Yeah. Like so. she wasn't like a bitch. It just seemed like she just has lived a life that is different. Like she was just out of touch a little bit. Yes. Out of touch. Yes. That's exactly what that yeah. feels like. So anyway, that's, this, this is a oh, baby, baby Schwartz. Schwartz. Got it. Okay. Baby Schwartz, baby Robbins Sarandon. Got it. And um, blah, blah, blah. They're walking down the street in New York to go to the art Art. opening. Oh, art. Okay. And um, looks like a little worried because he's like, you know, like not sure if they should have came because he gets a little overwhelmed at these things, you know. Yeah. Last time he passed out and had a seizure. So. Sure. Um, And Daniel's like, well, that's just because I haven't been around. Okay. So they kind of walk up and outside our um, fucking artist girl is like, her name is Cassie. And mm-hmm. she's out there like holding a bottle, like starting a fight or like kind of like fighting with another girl, basically. Not like this fist fighting, but like yelling at each other, basically. Yeah. But like kind of threatening her with a bottle. Um, and so Daniel tells Luke to go defuse it. And wow. And Luke is just like, oh, <laughs> so he kind of just like starts to step up behind her and like taps her on the shoulder and she like turns or like whoops around being like what the fuck and he's like oh um but it does kind of like stop the fight because he's she's just yeah. like 
you know what? Distracted. This, I just found out that this place is a bunch of like fucking posers or whatever. Da, 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 da. And she just fucking walks away down the street and like throws the bottle against the wall. And then she turns around and she's like, you come in? And, oh. <laughs> and Luke's just like, yeah. <laughs> and like Water follows me. <laughs> 100 yeah so now they're at like her artist loft okay in new york and she's like changing and just talking about artists and art and stuff like that and how like blah 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 like you can't even be an artist in new york anymore like now she's like i feel like i'm just looking for approval from fucking like trust funders and shit like that you know and she's like do you ever feel like you just have no idea who you really are Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. And so Daniel, of course, is there and he's like looking at some of her art and he like points one out to Luke. And so Luke goes and like asks about it. And it's like a portrait of like a man. Um, and and Cassie's like, oh, it was like an experiment, like one that clearly didn't work. And turns out it's her father. Oh. But Luke and Daniel both like say like Luke says it's like really good. You know, like Daniel's yeah. like, it's like the best thing in here. Um yeah. Good old daddy issues. Mm, Been there. So (laughs) I guess like the piece that she had been working on that was maybe going to be the show or I don't even know is like it's like three big walls and it says cat box on it and there's like two cat portraits and then like a toilet in the middle with like trees growing out of it. So like what? That sounds beautiful. That sounds so gorgeous. Oh my God. I would like to purchase it. Well, Cassie's like, well, since that one is so awesome, then we should just trash this one. So she basically, like, grabs something and starts just, like, hitting the wall of, like, the cat thing. Sure. And um, and then basically is, like, tells Luke to join her. So they're both just, like, beating the shit out of the wall, just, like, breaking through it. And, like, oh. Daniel's kind of behind them just, like, jumping and laughing and, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. That sounds awesome awesome and so this kind of like cuts back and forth a little bit but it's like the boys on the subway like going home and they're just like high on life and luke's like i've never made anything like i'm not an artist like she's like the coolest person i've ever met and and daniel's like that's because you're living in like a mental prison it's time to like break out and live he's like you're gifted and we cut back to like at cassie's house and like after they beat the shit like broke down the whole thing like Luke and Cassie are just like on the ground, like tired, like laying on their back. And he's just like, I like you. Oh, college love. Back to Luke and Daniel. And Luke's like, so is that why you're here to like give me pep talks? And Daniel's like, I'm part of you. And Luke's just like, I'm fucking insane. That's fun. Cool. Oh, buddy. (laughs) And Daniel's like, no, like you're not insane. He's like, you're awake. So now they're on like the train, like sitting there and Luke's like, like studying, like looking at one of his books and he kind of just like falls asleep. And so Daniel like looks over like at his shoulder, like into the book. Cut to Luke at his midterm and it's like for fucking strategic logic. And he's like fucking like bar racing shit and figuring stuff out. And he looks up and Daniel is sitting in there with him. And Daniel goes up and stands in the front of the room. It's like a whole, um, it's like a uh, big classroom auditorium lecture hall lecture hall yep and so daniel goes like up into the front and he takes his shirt off and on his body are written like all the formulas and answers stop and stuff like that 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. All and right. so Luke now is just like sitting in the middle, like doing his midterm and like laughing. And he's just like, <laughs> and so he keeps like looking up and like looking at the front, like laughing and then like doing and then writing answers and stuff. So yeah. we kind of zoom out and see the teacher just kind of watching Luke be like, look up at nothing looking and like laugh. like a fucking psycho. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. Oh, shit. So now we're back at um, his dorm room and Daniel's kind of fucking with like his douchebag roommate. Um, so he's like asleep, the roommate is. And Luke like puts on some like mask or whatever and like gets right in front of like roommate's face until he wakes up and he scares him. And then like <laughs> Daniel and Luke just like fall on the ground, like cracking up, like just rolling on the floor laughing, like literally. Yeah. And then they're like in a dark room, like looking at Luke's pictures and then they go to a college party. So like a house party. Sure. Um, but again, it's like, it's very like red lit. Like there's red lights all around and music's playing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like they walk in, you know, and Daniel's like, I bet you can get the phone number of any girl at this party. Yeah, you can, buddy. Yeah. We're just looking for a boy that's confident and treats us right. Well, treats us fine. At that time, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for someone no. who treats us. Treats us right. What the fuck, Katrin? Right. No, I was talking about who I was in college. Well, who I was in college. Yeah, but who it should be. Who it should be? Someone who treats you right. Someone who's confident, treats you right. Yeah. All our college, college listeners out there. And, yo, I'm like, don't, don't lower it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so he sees a cute girl with like a little bob, like my old haircut with bangs and a bob. Yeah. And... And Daniel kind of talks about like what, you know, like, oh, she seems like like the smart romantic type, like silver screen style, like Pandora's box, which is like a movie. Yep. And so Luke goes up to her and he's like, you have like a Louise Brooks vibe. Uh, you know, she's a silent film star from Pandora's box. And oh, man. she says, oh, the German classic woman who's um, who's like sexuality brings um ruined to herself and everyone she knows Uh oh and he's like yeah and then they kind of talk and flirt like she's studying psychology and he like takes a picture of her um and she's like oh over here and like stands like kind of with her back to like the bright light you know and like takes a picture and then she like goes to his pocket and grabs his phone and she puts her phone number in and she's like text me the photo and she's cute yeah and he's like and like kind of walks away and he's like, I'm Luke. And she's like, Sophie. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's adorable. So now Luke is just sitting on a couch kind of in like a, another room basically, but it's at the party drinking with Daniel. So he's just so like, just drinking by himself. Mm-hmm. Like Oops. he's just sitting on the couch. And so he's like drinking a beer and Daniel's like, chug, 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 chug. Um, and then he's like, you're going to do shots. And he's like, two for me, two for you. And like, Daniel's like, you know, I can't have one. So four for you. So he's oh. just like, <laughs> cut oh, to later. No. Like Sophie's like sitting on top of him on the couch, like making out with him. Daniel's watching. And later now Luke's like fucking drunk. It's just like jumpy, like jump shots. Yeah, like yeah, all just yeah. flashing or whatever. Like a fucking college party. Exactly. You know, you've been there. Sure have. So then he goes into the bathroom and he Kim's. In the toilet. Right. Which is throw up. 
Yep. And Luke's just like, oh, I fucked up. And Daniel's like, no, you did good. And then Luke Christens. Which is... <laughs> and falls asleep. And falls asleep. Falls asleep on the toilet. Kristen. That was an inside sink joke. But I really wanted to do it for Katrin. That was very We funny. are... We're definitely going to timestamp this one and uh, tell Chris to listen. For sure. <laughs> oh, Kristen, wakey, wakey. <laughs> so, yeah, he like falls asleep, like laying on the toilet, basically. And Daniel pokes him and he's like passed out. And so Daniel does this weird thing now. Where he like takes Luke's hand and moves it to like pick up a razor that's sitting on the thing. And it's like a straight razor, too. So like. He picks it up and he like opens it, but all with like Luke's hand. Like he's like y- using okay. Luke's hand. Um, and then he like holds the razor against Luke's throat and does like, he's like, drop it or kill me, mommy. Uh, Daniel, I don't like this method. And um, which is like, you know what happened earlier. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then like, Luke kind of like shakes awake a little bit, so he like drops it, but it has like like a little nick on his neck now. Yeah. So why does a college bathroom have a fucking straight razor in it? I guess if boys live there and shave their face, I don't know. Bunch of college boys are straight razoring their face. I don't. Who knows what boys do? Who knows what boys do? That's true. <laughs> I still don't know what boys do, and I live with one. Lord knows. Yeah. So he's now in the other room. I don't know what the fuck he's doing right now. <laughs> could be anything. He's just straight razor the whole place. Just fucking could be literally the walls anything. up. Yeah. Straight razor. Straight literally razor. Straight anything. razor. Straight razor. Straight razor. Just like Eric, chopping bits yeah. of beard. I don't know what he's doing. Honestly, literally, I don't know what I'm going to walk into after this. <laughs> okay. So now it's daytime. Um, they're by like I guess the Brooklyn Bridge or something, but like along the water. Like so, like Daniel is like straight, just like. This is why I know that Daniel is some type of ghost monster or just straight psychopath because he's okay. now just walking through the water with his shoes on mm, like a monster, like an, an actual crazy. fucking an actual monster. So, person. Yep. Yep. His socks are fucking just like, soaking wet. Just like, and he, you know, he wears suits and shit all the time. So they're like dress shoes. Just like that's insane. Kicking through the water like a. Not only is that uncomfortable, but you've now ruined your shoes. It's insanity. Just They're straight ruined. insanity. Wow. Okay. But turns out, I guess Luke was kind of like, "How's the water?" And Daniel's like, "I don't know." So ah, uh, because I'm a, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ghost monster. I'm a, yeah. Ghost monster imagination. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um. Then we're kind of looking at like some of Luke's photos. They're all black and white, kind of just like hanging on a clothesline-y kind of thing. And Daniel's saying that it's good stuff. And, like, Luke's like, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to, like, connect with people. Like, mm. empathy, I guess. And Daniel's like, whatever you say. Okay. <laughs> so now later, um, Cassie and Luke are hanging out. And they're, like, dancing down a street, basically. And they, like, Cute. stop at, like, a fence. And they climb the fence. And it turns out to be, like, a school bus yard. So they're just, like, dancing throughout, like, playing throughout all the school buses. Yeah. And then they go into some bookstore that's, like, closed. I guess she used to work at it or something like that. And they're, so they're just looking at different books, and she pulls out where the wild things are. I love that book. I know. Me too. And she's like, I always wanted to be a wild thing. I was like, me too, girl. Oh. I mean, 
I am really. You so, kind of <laughs> And so she's looking at the book open in front of her. Luke is kind of like laying on the ground. Um, but he's like, oh, you love that book? So Daniel stands over her shoulder and reads it to out loud. And then Luke quotes it to her. Okay. That is some serious game. Mm-hmm. That would make my panties just disappear. <laughs> just into wait. The ether. So now they're like dancing more and like jumping through the school bus seats. And back to the bookshop, she's like reading another book and it's about being an artist or something like that. Like she's like, oh, it's like the first book I read, like when I wanted to be a painter. And so again, Daniel reads it and Luke quotes it. So she's just like, okay, super brain. Where are my underwear? They have left my body. Where did they go? What? Looking they just far slipped right off. Right off me body. <laughs> so now they're like running across the school bus roofs and then like kissing against the school bus. And then back to the bookstore and she pulls out the Bible. And so Daniel's Uh-oh. like, my favorite, Exodus 20. And so Luke is okay. like, oh, yeah, I totally know that one, too. Like, back of my hand. He's like, Exodus 20. And Daniel starts saying the thing. And he's like, and God spoke all these words. And Luke says, and God spoke all these words. And Daniel says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. And Luke says, there once was a man from Nantucket whose cock was so long he could suck it. And Daniel keeps going, and you shall not bow down to them or worship them. And Luke keeps going with his dumb rhyme. Yeah. And Daniel kind of like starts to like get like up into Luke's face and like starts to almost get like a little loud. Like he's like, and you shall have no other God before me. Uh And Luke just goes, amen. And there's a weird little energy in the air yeah this dynamic just made me a little nervous Mm -hmm. i liked it when daniel was just my help me get laid friend yeah yeah that was nice those the good old days so now they're at cassie's house and she's like you're so funny like you always have some it's like you always have some private joke going on in your head like all by yourself And then, like, Luke pulls out some of his pictures, and um, she's, like, super impressed and loves them. Obviously, Daniel is there watching everything. And Cassie's Cassie's like, you're my inspiration. Like, you deserve to be immortalized uh, for this project that I'm doing or whatever. And Daniel just says, we. We deserve to be immortalized. And Luke says, yeah, you think that I deserve to be immortalized? And Daniel just Uh glares at him a little bit. I see where this is going. So then Cassie's like wants to paint him basically. So she takes his shirt off and sits and paints him. And um, uh, then we see it. And so it's a, a painting of Luke. But behind him on his like shoulder is this dark shadow. And it has oh. like little pokies at the top basically. Okay. Uh-huh. Like long little, like the head is almost just like long little streams at the head. Okay. Um, 
And so like Luke asks about that and she's like, oh, it's like your shadow, your hidden self. Like, I don't know. I just saw something like full of danger and mystery. And at this point, like Daniel's like getting right up next to her face, like touching the like face to face almost. And Luke is like, like, you mean you can see it like visually? And she's just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe I'm the crazy one. And Luke's like, well, <laughs> crazy isn't always a bad thing. Uh, um, but they kind of gotten like a little closer and then they kiss. Okay. Okay. And okay. then they go to her bed. And this is this is the slow clap moment of Luke and why he's an amazing little man. Oh my god, let's amazing hear it. person. And why it should not be a slow clap moment. It should just be fucking normalized. But this is where we are. Okay. All right. So He's on top and they're like making out and he kind of like starts to like grab like her skirt a little bit and he's like, is this okay? Uh-huh. I and love it. she like pulls her panties off and goes down on her. <gasps> and I was like, like uh, consent? College? Consent? Consent questions? Consent? And then going down? Like just, it was just. And then later they're kind of both naked under the covers and he gets on top of her again. And he's like, okay. Um. And then they have sex and it's like super hot. Um, Luke, I love you. I know. You just did something that so few college girls have ever experienced. Fucking, this has nothing to do with college. (laughs) Yeah, what am I even saying? That so few girls, period, end of sentence, have have experienced. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's a slow clap moment that shouldn't be a slow clap moment. I love it. Because it was still super it. hot. Like, there was no, like, he wasn't like, is this okay? You know, yeah. like, like nervous and uncomfortable. Like, he was just like, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, it was like sexy, okay, you know? There's a confidence where it's like, I'm going to ask your permission, but I know what the answer is going to yeah, be. Yeah. It was just like, it was like sex, sexy consent. Ooh, sexy consent. Woo. So they're having sex. super hot, but Daniel is just kind of like standing over them watching. Okay, Daniel. Cut to another shot of that, like, red-yellow galaxy thunder lightning situation oh, yeah, from, from the very the beginning. beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a shot of the dollhouse, and we kind of hear, like, help me, help me. Hmm. I don't know okay. what any of that means <laughs> at the time. Um, sure. So now Luke is in his dorm. He's asleep on his desk, like, on top of his books. Okay. And he's awoken by a knock on the door. It's our little Bang Bob friend, Sophie. Ah, our little Pandora's box. Sophie. Pandora's box. Uh-huh. She brought a friend, and the girls come in with beers. And the roommate is there. Obviously, Daniel is there. And so, like, the roommate's kind of interacting, too. And Daniel's just like, ugh. Or, no, Daniel's just, you know, like, tells to Luke, he's like, you know, if we threw your roommate off the bridge, we could have these girls for ourselves. Uh, oh, Okay. But, like, Luke is, like, surprised that the girls are there. Hmm. And um, Sophie is, like, introducing her friend to Luke and just being, like, this is, like, the fabulously talented Luke that I told you about, da 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 And then cool. Daniel just leans over and is, like, we've been texting. Oh, shoot. So yes. Luke had no idea they were coming. This is getting dicey. This is getting real dicey. Uh, shoot. Okay. 
when Daniel was just sort of like helping Luke pick up chicks, I was here for it. Now I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now the roomie starts doing some coke and the girls do it and then Luke does some too. Okay. And Daniel's just like, these are your friends now. Like, this is what friends do. And the roomie is like talking about some douchey shit. I don't even fucking know. Like something right. blah, blah, blah. But this is a little crazy. So he talks about like apocalypse sex or something. And he's like, I mean, we're all going to be wiped out by nuclear war, or like super flu or tsunami or something like that. And Daniel's just standing there like, I'm so fucking tired of this little Muppet. And <laughs> Sophie is like, honestly, I'd rather die of the super flu than fuck you. And I was like, did Daniel isn't real in 2019. Just, um, just um, predict the future. Predict the fucking super flu coronavirus. Oh, God, ah! oh, God damn it. Yeah. I hate when life gets really real. I'd rather it. <laughs> Stay less real. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> What's isn't that the tagline from Real World? When life starts getting real and stops being. Oh yeah. What is it? When. Oh, fuck. When. When life. St- I have no idea. I guess I'll postmortem it. <laughs> Please postmortem Real World. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> driving and start because it's when life na 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 real starts getting real. Yeah. The real world. Seattle stuff being eh, who knows so yeah Daniel um oh is like still annoyed by stupid douchebag roommate and does this weird thing where like he's like oh this guy this dude reminds me of these guys and he like points to a picture on the desk of like aliens or something and like right at that moment Luke sees like his roommate's head like flash into an alien head for like a second okay like, right as he taps on it. It's very yeah. weird. And so the roommate now is like, I have a great idea. And he's like, let's go to this, blah, blah, blah. So there's, like, some steam tunnels, like, under the campus, like, the whole fucking college campus. So they all go, like, through the steam tunnels. And they're, like, walking around. And they get to this place where, like, literally, like, clearly kids hang out there because there's, like, chairs and, like, a lamp and shit like that and mm-hmm. everything. And Luke and Sophie are cute. They have, like, a little joke or something. Like, oh, I wonder what the Yelp reviews on this place are or something. Yeah. yeah. And so roommate and the Sophie's friend go somewhere else. They go wander to away to another area. Whatever. Yeah. So it's just Sophie and Luke and obviously Daniel. And Sophie's like, do you ever feel like you're like hiding your true self? Like, like you just make like a whole new identity, like, and just like cancel who you are or something like that. Mm. You know, I know there's lots of discussions about that. Sure. Sure. And Luke's just like, yeah, I mean, I guess. And then Daniel's like, just kiss her Luke. And Luke's just like, yeah, it's like I kind of have like a voice in my head that tells me what to do, but I I don't always do it. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. So he's getting defiant with Daniel. And Sophie's like, yeah, I feel like something intense is inside you, like an animal or something. And Daniel's like, oh, I like her. Like he's (laughs) like digging it. And he like really wants Luke to kiss her. Um and Luke is just feeling a little uncomfortable, but he's like, is this about Cassie? Like, you know, like basically Luke feels beholden to Cassie. Ah, I see. Okay. And like Daniel's like, you're not fucking married like or anything. You know what I mean? Like she's not even your girlfriend. And so yeah. um, at this one point though, like Luke and Sophie are looking at each other talking and then Daniel's next to them 
saying all this stuff. So like Luke looks over at at Daniel. And so Sophie yeah. like snaps her fingers in his face being like, hello. Right. Um, right, right, like, right. Like come back from space. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But then they're talking and she kisses him. So she kisses Luke. Okay. And um, he kind of like backs away and he's like not super into it because he's just like, oh, I mean, I don't know. I just like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like a lightweight, you know, like kind of just makes yeah. him, you know, and he's like, I just need a second. So he kind of like backs away to like a little other part. And Daniel's like, if you're not going to do this, let me take over. He's like, it's not cheating if it's me. Uh, I don't know what the rules are with imaginary friend possession. So then Daniel grabs his neck and like parts of Daniel's face start stretching out into long pokey pieces. Did you ever have a stretch Armstrong when you were a kid? I've seen them, but I didn't have one. Yeah. So it's like literally, so there's all these little like, um, like icicles almost of like, but like, like rubbery of like his skin poking out towards Luke's face and then their okay. faces connect together and then they're like half melded, like half my face, half your face, like melding yeah. and then they pull apart and Daniel goes and gives sophie a kiss and okay, luke got it is on the ground but like clearly a little like ah and he's like stop stop it and at one point like sophie takes a picture of daniel like with like the cell phone or whatever um and we end up seeing it and it's luke's face right right, right. yes 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 i've got it okay so basically daniel is in luke's body but we're yes, watching like, Daniel do everything. So Daniel goes and fucking kisses her and then like aggressively fucks her like against the wall and like turns okay. around. Like, you know what I mean? Just yeah. obviously very, very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Luke I mean, is I'm just not, like, not into it, but. Uh, totally. And like, honestly, she was into it as well. She was into it. Okay, it was great. just like a different style of fuckery. Yeah. Different style of fuckery. We all have. Mm-hmm. And um, Luke's like, like, stop, stop. So question number four, what do you do? What does he do to try and stop him? Like, basically, I think as he's fucking her or making out with her or something. I guess I'm going to. I guess I'm going to try and stretch armstrong myself back into him like do it the opposite you know just kind of that's me jumping into him i think we're both going to try to jump back into him i need to assert control over the situation that's a point for him okay he does kind of do that like he basically reaches for daniel and when that happens his wrist just falls off like his hand oh, or his no! hand, his hand, his, his body separates at his wrist. Like basically oh, his hand sh- is trying to reach him and then his hand just falls off. Oh shit. Oh, and it's like okay. kind of hanging on by a string. So he's like, ah, and so he like puts it back together kind of. Yeah. Like, he, like okay. just backs up and like freaks out. Um, and so Daniel comes and then, Luke is just like on the ground crying and he's like, I want my body back. I want my body back. Mm -hmm. 
At this point, the roomie and the friend come back in, and Daniel's just like, this fucking guy. Yeah. And so, I don't know, the roommate starts talking about whatever, and so Daniel just starts beating the shit out of him. Like, he just goes up to him and just fucking punches him over and over again, and then pushes his face against the wall where there's a steam pipe and burns his face just like holding it there and sophie's like what the fuck are you doing and she like freaks out and like pulls him out she basically like hits him with a chair and then like when that happens it's like luke basically fuck fuck okay <sighs> shit yeah <laughs> okay catherine just straight face palmed herself I'm just really stressed. It's, I don't it's know how very to connect. Stressful. I don't know how to connect and unconnect. And even if he's doing shit, they think it's me. I'm just, I'm, oh, It's God. a lot. It's tough. Yeah. So now Luke and Daniel are sitting in like the security office at school and Luke's all pissed because he's like, you're going to get me fucking kicked out of school like because of you, yeah. you know? And Daniel's like, I mean, that means I set you free like I promised. And he's like smiling and happy. Mm. So... Basically, Luke wants to get rid of Daniel now. Question number five, what does he try to do? What do you try to do in this moment? I'm going to go back home. And I'm going to lock him in the dollhouse. And then I'm going to light the dollhouse on fire. Mm. See ya. Uh, I think... Luke just locks him in the dollhouse. The end. I can't decide if I want to ask a follow-up question or not for you. Fuck it. Just ask it. How does he get him into the dollhouse? Like, how do you get him into that? How do either you get him in the dollhouse? Well, if he's anything like me, he'll be lured by a cheesy gordita crust. <laughs> Say, Ooh, that sounds good. There's a cheesy gordita crunch in there. <laughs> get it. <laughs> that's what you're doing? Um, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Go get that cheesy gordita crunch. I know you like them because you're part me and me is part you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, me. It's you. Sorry, <laughs> thing. Oh God! You, think and I, you and I think ha- it's funny. It's yep. Hello, he- hello, hello, me. It's, it's nice, nice to, to meet. Fuck. Hello, you. It's nice to meet me. That's yep. Hello, my name is you. Nice to meet me. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's from like Annihilation. It's like a fucking dumb meme that like you know we make little things um, and put them on Twitter and Instagram like after yeah. each episode. But Ketcher made that one, and it was like we just pee our pants laughing at it all the time, and I don't think anyone else thinks it's funny. <laughs> I, it doesn't even matter, but I'm telling you right now, I would like it on my tombstone. (laughs) And honestly, 100%, like it, it, you deserve it. You deserve it. Thank you. It's the best thing you've ever done. I couldn't agree with you more. (laughs) It's, I couldn't agree with you I mean, slow clap. Oh my god! Chainsaws all around. Chainsaw that meme. Um, Yeah. Well, we'll reshare it for everyone, and and they can they can vote. Is this funny or no? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, what are you doing? Uh, 
I'm luring him into the oh, dollhouse right. with the cheese gordita, gordita crunch. crunch. Okay, zero points. What? He doesn't put him in the dollhouse? Okay. We're missing out. Luke says, okay, I'm going to close my eyes and count to three and you'll be gone. So he closes his eyes and he's like, one, two, and Daniel gets like right up in his face, three. And he opens his eyes and Daniel's right there. And Luke's like, I imagined you. I can make you go away. And Daniel says, uh, may as well cut your own head off. Uh-oh. So question six. He still cut wants to get rid off. of Daniel. Now what does he do and what do you do? Okay. Now he's going to try and put him in the dollhouse. Now. What am I going to do? God, I can't believe that cheesy Gordita Crunch didn't work. Burger <laughs> King guy. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I imagined you and I can make you go away. Okay, so Luke is going to put him in the dollhouse. I am going to s- commit myself to a mental hospital. The end. Yay! I think that might be a good idea. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I think it might be a good I idea. I seem to be a cuckoo banana brain. It feels like that. Yeah. So cut to them on the subway. They go back to home home. And they stand outside the dollhouse together and basically, and Daniel just laughs. Like, oh, right. Okay. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going <laughs> yeah. In there. Like, yeah. I'm not stupid. Yeah. All the cheesy gorditas and crunches in the world can't make me go in there, bitch. Woo. Iron will this Daniel has. Okay. Question number seven. Where does he try to go next and what do you do next? Interesting. Uh, He tried two things. They didn't work. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to the mental institution. I don't quite know the science or the mechanism by which this would work, but does he try and take his mom's pills maybe he tries and takes his mom's medicine point for you okay. he goes to the mental hospital too god damn it okay but to visit his mom ah so there how did we get his mom in the mental hospital she's did been I there from that? the beginning like when he was cleaning up she was at like remember she was talking to he was talking to cassie and he's like oh she's in the hospital now like okay yes 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 got it so she's been committed this whole time okay um so he visits his mom and they're sitting out in like the garden area and she like clearly has been there before too like in the past you know because she's talking about the rooms or whatever and she has like her wrist is like wrapped up and so he kind of starts to ask her about it all and he's like when did this kind of start for you um the schizophrenia yeah okay and she says at 20 and 
she's like, I tried to burn down the college radio station because I thought the DJs were taunting me. Eesh. And so he kind of is trying to like figure it out. If Basically, he's trying to figure out if he has it or not. Because he's like, what does it feel like? And she's like, it kind of feels like you're jacked into an electrical socket. And she's like, it's awful and wonderful at the same time. And she's like, and then it just gets awful. Mm, That sounds about right. And of course, Daniel's there. Now he's like wearing (laughs) like a a flowing like flower robe thing on top of like his black suit with like glasses on or whatever. He's always just chilling by he's just living daniel to a hundred and daniel percent one thousand yeah okay so she had said then it just gets awful and daniel's like because you weren't doing it right Uh oh and luke like sighs and like looks at him kind of past her and mom tracks that a little bit and then she tells him you know like you like that he can talk to her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Luke is like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you tell me that it would happen to me? And she's like, I didn't, I didn't think that it would. And she's like, I didn't, she basically is saying, she's like, I didn't even think everything that happened back then. She's like, I thought you were just angry about your dad leaving and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like she didn't think it yeah. was like this. Right. Um, and so at this point, Daniel's kind of like getting right in Luke's face a little bit or like looking right at him or something like that. And you can tell, like, so he's just, like, a little, like, you know, and mom's, like, what's happening right now? Um, like, like what's, what's, what's happening? You know, like, she can tell. And yeah. Daniel's, like, time to go. Say goodbye to mommy. And then mom just starts yelling, he needs help. He needs help. My son, my son needs help. And so, like, the nurses come over and they grab her and pull her away because she's oh, freaking shoot. out. Yeah. Because also, like, he's not displaying anything. And he's the guest. She's the one that's locked in. So Exactly. So they start to leave and Daniel kind of like mumbles like, I wish we killed her when we had the chance. (gasps) Daniel. Daniel. Mm -hmm. Daniel. Yeah. You need to go sit in your dollhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Please, sir. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go eat your lifetime supply of cheese gordita crunches in your little dollhouse. You are grounded. So now Luke's just walking down the street. Daniel's following. And now he goes to therapy. And this time he's like not even sitting on the couch. He's just like pacing back and forth, like very unwell. And he's like, I can't keep going on like this. Like I'm afraid I'm going to hurt somebody. And um, it kind of cuts between that, like his voiceover that. So he's like talking to the therapist, but then doing other things. Um, Yes. So we see him going to campus and finding Sophie to like apologize and she's fucking pissed. And Daniel. Also, didn't he like actually burn the face off of his roommate? roommate? Like I'm sure his roommate had to go to the hospital or something. Oh, definitely had to go to the hospital. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Luke's not allowed on campus anymore. Ah, okay. Got it. So like he was just finding her like outside of a classroom basically. And Daniel walks up and is like, want to see what I really want to do to her? And he stands behind her and slits her throat and then blood squirts all over Luke. And so Luke screams and freaks out and starts like wiping his face off. So Sophie's just like, you are out of your mind. Like I'm telling everyone about you're not supposed to be here. And like he keeps trying to like be like, I just want to apologize. And then she turns and like pepper sprays him. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. And 
the therapist, now back in therapy, the therapist is um, there and Daniel's talking and Luke is just like, shut the fuck up! Katu Cassie um, uh, is in her little like artist loft and she's fucking like boxing on a bag. And I was like, yes, queen, that's us. Love she's it. She's our friend. She's, she would totally be our friend. And she oh, gets sure. a te- some texts from Daniel that are like weird nighttime pictures of him kind of. Okay. All right. Back to like therapy talk. And he's like, Luke is just like, it's not just me. Like, when I sleep, he's taking over my body and making me do things. Like, I need this to stop. And then he admits to trying to kill his mom when he was a kid. And he's like, you know, now I'm just like her. Cut to him at the bookstore. And he's sitting there reading the book called Learning to Accept Life with Schizophrenia. Cool. This is stressful. Um, back in therapy, Luke is like asking for help. He wants him gone. And the doctor is like, well, medication can help. And he's like, that's a fact of brain chemistry, not a judgment of character. 100%. I loved that. I was so here for that. Oh, can you I say was that like again? snapping all over the place for that. So many slow yeah. claps in this movie. Um, yeah. he's like, medication can help. That's a fact of brain chemistry, not a judgment of character. I love that. Just fucking love that yeah yeah so fucking here for it yeah so luke now back to the bookstore where he was reading the book he kind of starts to like fall asleep again and at this point daniel goes up to him and opens luke's mouth kind of wide. sam raimi <laughs> <Mouth horror? laughs> And Luke, like, shakes awake and is like, leave me alone! He, like, stands up and screams. Oh, so God, everyone in the bananas. store looks at him like, you're yeah. a crazy person. And back to the therapist's office, Luke is pacing around, and Daniel's just standing near him being like, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Uh, and, like, Luke is like, apple. I just want him to be gone. Yeah. Shit. Cut to... Luke at home home um, Mm -hmm. with a bottle of meds. And Daniel's like, don't, don't do it. Like, it's going to cripple your brain. Like, say goodbye to photography and say goodbye to women and stuff like that. No, Mm -hmm. no. So question number eight. Do you take it? Does he take it? Taking all the meds. I'm taking all the meds. Katrin is taking all the meds. She's doing it. Um. He, poor little Luke. I think Luke gets talked out of it for a second. But no, let me be clear. I'm taking the prescribed medication (laughs) as prescribed. Point for you. Okay. Does he take them? He puts them in his mouth and Daniel's like, don't do it. And Luke drinks water and swallows. And then Daniel starts kind of like gagging a little bit. Mm. And we're in the kitchen and he like falls over and kind of like passes out against like the cabinets. And so Luke like slowly kind of like looks down to his face to see. Daniel bites at him. 
just bites like, at him. Just like not really trying to bite him, but just like yeah, yeah, a fucking Val Kilmer Top Gun situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just Ooh, to scare hot. him. Yeah. And Luke jumps, and then stands up, and all of a sudden Daniel's behind him, and Luke screams, and Daniel screams back, and then laughs. Oh, fuck. All right. So I gave you a point because like. I think it was good to take the medication. Like it didn't get rid of him, but it's good to know. Yeah. 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 Um, Because that's when you go back to the doctor and you say, this medication doesn't seem to be working. And we go, okay, let's work with this. Let's see. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Or eventually try some other things. I don't know. Yeah. Swim in some ayahuasca. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get a bunch of like jump cut flashy things of just like blender, drink, glass breaking, the galaxy fucking thing, laughing, dollhouse, keys, get in, get in, Um, the subway, fucking stretch face, like Luke, stretch face, like Hellraiser looking Mm -hmm. demon face kind of thing. Luke wakes up. And now Luke is looking through some newspaper clippings, and it's about the shooting that took place when he was a kid. Got it. And it has, like, the information on who the killer was and his name and stuff like that. And Daniel's kind of looking over and being like, quite a spectacle, wasn't it? All that blood. Question number nine, what does Luke do next, and what do you do next? Okay. He's looking at newspaper clippings of that night. Hmm. Something is drawing me. Oh, okay. Let me ask. Can I ask some questions about the newspaper sure. clippings? Mm-hmm. How much information is in those newspaper clippings? And, and where is he looking at them? He's at his house. Um, and I... It's hard to tell exactly, but definitely, like, the name and information of the killer. Of the killer. Okay. But why does his mom have them? I. What am I going to do? Uh, you know what? Mine is easy. I'm going to stick with committing myself. I'm still on the commit myself train. Okay. I feel like that's an easy train to be on, and I'm just going to, you know, stay on that track. What the fuck does he do? Why is he looking at this shit? And I'm like, what's the twist? Like, is he the killer, or is his mom the killer in a schizophrenic break? But then it's also like, no, because then she'd be in jail. So, what, fuck it. I'm going to go talk to the, mm, I'm, mm. (laughs) (laughs) oh, there's something on the tip of my brain. What is it? So, I'm, I don't know. It's not fully formed. It's like, uh, um. I'm going to go talk to my mom about that night. So I'm going to the mental hospital to commit myself. 
Daniel, I mean, Luke is going to be like, Mom, how do you remember that night? Point for you. I don't know. Stick with that. Sounds like it might work. Yeah. Um, he goes, it's, it's nighttime now, and he's outside knocking on someone's door. And an old man answers, and he says, are you John Thigpen's father? And he's like, I need your help, please. Like, I was there when your son and the dad is like, you saw it. And so he lets him in. Okay. So Luke starts telling him, I think John and I might be similar. And he asks, like, how and kind of when they knew that something was wrong. And the dad talks about how they medicated him, but, like, it would get better, but then, like, it wouldn't last. Um, he's like, right. it seemed like drawing seemed to help. Like he, he really liked drawing. And Luke was like, oh, do you have any of his drawings? And the, he, the dad's like, yeah, there's one on the fridge. And so Luke goes into the kitchen. The dad picks up his phone and calls 911. Okay. On the fridge is like this drawing. So it's definitely like, looks like, like it's not like he's an artist or anything. Like it looks like I drew it or like a kid drew it, you know. <laughs> I've I can see it very clearly. <laughs> so it's like a big building, um, and there's like one guy on top and one guy on the bottom with like a shovel, basically. And Luke okay. was like, and because Luke is like a little like he's not calmly asking all these things, like he's definitely like right he's really a needs friendly. to know this information, and he's like, um, right. so did John have like an imaginary friends? Did he hear voices? And the dad was like, I mean, yeah, I think as like a kid and the dad's kind of just like trying to calm him being like, why don't, why don't you like sit down? Like, yes. why, don't you, why don't you take a seat? You know? Yes. And Luke's just like, no. And I'm the like, dad has experience with this. Yeah. And Luke is just like, I need to stop this. I need to stop this. And so dad is like, well, there's more drawings. I could, I could show you those. Mm-hmm. So they go into John's room and Daniel's just in there fucking waiting for them. Just chilling. And there's a whole bunch of drawings. Fucking Daniel. And dad is just kind of like trying to talk to him and like ask him questions and stuff. And Luke starts looking at different pictures and there's like one that's like kind of like all colored black, but then there's a man in it who has like a bright red suit and like a face with like pokey stuff sticking out of the top. Uh Uh-oh, I've seen that before. And... Then he's like kind of like moving through, moving through. And there's one that's like a castle. And there's like one guy on top and one guy on the bottom. And on the bottom, it says John, his name. And the guy on the top written next to it is Daniel. Daniel! Daniel. So Why were you hanging out with John? Is standing there and he's like, you know, he has the cops on the phone. And Luke is like, show me your hands. And so he's been holding like his phone the whole time so that they can listen just in case something's happening. And Luke is like with the pictures, he's like, this is Daniel. Daniel was with John until he was dead. And now he's with me. Oh, and Daniel, fuck. the whole time in the background is just like, la, 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 So he takes some of the drawings and cuts it. They're in the subway and 
they go to Cassie's place um, with all the drawings. And he goes in and he's like showing her that one picture that's like all black and it has like the red suit with like a skull face um, and has the pointy stuff. And Luke is like, that's who you saw. That's who you saw when you painted me, right? And Cassie's like, it's just a drawing. And like Luke kind of tells her about John. And as he's like telling the story, Daniel's in the background like making like machine gun like and stuff like that. And Daniel's really Luke, extra. <laughs> oh, he's he's like living his best fucking life. He's really yeah. enjoying it all. And Luke is telling her that she, he's kind of scared that he's going to do the same thing. And Cassie is trying to explain. She's like, no, like the shadow that I drew was like a metaphor. And he's like, no, his name is Daniel. And at this point, Daniel's like right next to her and whispers to her the things I'm going to do to her. And Cassie's just trying to like calm Luke down. But Luke is just kind of like really fucking freaking out. And he like flips the fucking table over. So Cassie like fucking gets pissed and pushes him out the door and and like as he's like kind of as she's like pushing him and he's like he's gonna fucking kill you cassie so question number 10 what does he do now what do you do now girl you know my answer i'm going straight up to the fucking mental asylum drive-thru and ordering a cheesy gordita Strap me to a bed. Um, All right. So he's like yelling at Cassie like he's going to kill you. He's going to kill you. About Daniel. Uh, No, he's left basically. He's left. So he got kicked out of Cassie's, but he yelled that kind of like as he's getting like shut out. But now he's. feel like Luke feels like he has any allies I I, I'll be honest with you like I'm super clear about like what I'm doing I don't fully get Luke yet he left Cassie's and he's gonna go somewhere he's already gone to the hospital as a storyteller, we're not going to do that twice. Uh, okay, maybe he's desperate. Does he try to kill himself? To save others, basically. Point for you. He goes to a payphone. I mean, I'm glad to know that I'm just always, just go to the insane asylum. Excuse me, insane asylum. Take me in, well, please. Great. We'll see. Oh, he goes to right. a payphone, and he's on it, and he's like, "I can't go to sleep because he'll take over." I'm just like, I, I'm asking for help, and so the person on the other line says that um, he'll come to um, Luke's mom's house. Oh, it's his dad. Calls his dad. Shit. Okay. Calls his dad. It is not his dad. Oh. It is. So it's not his dad. 
It is Dr. Brown, therapist Dr. Brown. So it's Dr. Brown. So he calls Dr. Brown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Just as, just as I thought. Uh-huh. Call Dr. Brown. Correct. Correct. You got it. You're, you're right. You got it. I believe yep. in you. So. Yep. Dr. Brown gets out of the car and like as he's walking into mom's house, like creepy devil music is playing. So now they're in the living room and he's like, the pills don't work. Da, 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 da. And the doctor is like, well, I try not to depend on like entirely on Western medicine because, you know, the mind reflects the environment. This was the world when all of this started, the world that you were in when all of this started. Um, he's like, I want to hear what Daniel has sure. to say. So I'm going to induce a state of, of hypnosis in both of us. And he pulls out like a Tibetan like like singing bowl and like a dagger that's like a mm-hmm. very decorative, lovely dagger. And... They say the Tibetan singing bowl is to like can clear your mind and the dagger is strong enough to pierce illusions and destroys demons, a.k.a. trauma. So he's like, is Daniel here now? And at this point, it's interesting because we don't for the first time ever, we don't see Daniel. But Luke's like, of course, he's always here. And he's like, well, what is he saying? And we don't hear what he's saying because we can't see him right now. And so Luke is just like, he says, fuck off and a lot of other nasty stuff. So the doctor's sitting on the couch. There's a chase lounge like across from him. And that's where Luke lies down. And he, he tells Luke, close your eyes and go inside this sound. And he starts the bowl. Oh, that sounds really relaxing. I love a good singing bowl. So Luke closes his eyes and the doctor says to him, fear and loneliness are some of the most powerful enemies. They can grow inside of us until they rule every thought. The mind will do anything to avoid just how alone it is. Got it. So the, the bulls, Ain't that the truth? Right? The bull's going the whole time. And the doctor says, Luke, can you hear me? Luke, I am your... And... Wow, did Kim just give us a Star Wars reference? I I did. I think she did. Okay. I did. (laughs) I've seen the originals. All right. The classics. (laughs) So Luke, still with his eyes closed, says he can hear him in the distance, kind of, you know. Mm -hmm. And the doctor says, follow the sound of my voice. And he, the doctor says, um, Daniel, um, like, come talk to me, basically. Okay. At this point, Luke starts moving around a little bit. Like, is that, he's still, like, he's under, like, hypnosis now. But, like, yeah. his, his, I don't know, it's like his face starts, like, moving a little bit, like, shaking. Okay a little bit and then his eyes open and rolled to the back of his head and then his face kind of starts shaking Oh no! and um that's all happening so the doctor is like daniel talk to me daniel talk to me he's like daniel daniel about what ah! daniel's right next to the doctor the doctor jumps up he can hear daniel no he can luke hear luke 
is still asleep on the chase. Fuck. And he can see Daniel. Shit. So they're like hypnosed together or something. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So. I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. I wasn't either. So the doctor's inside somewhere. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but whatever. He can now see them both. Daniel says that Luke is weak um, and he's lonely and he's nothing without me. And the doctor asks, like, what are you? What are you? Daniel says, just a traveler searching for a home. Okay, so a demon. Got it. And at this point, he grabs Luke's mouth. Remember, he kind of tried to do this before and starts to, like, pull it open. But now Luke can't wake up. So he grabs his mouth and he pulls it open, like unhinges his jaw and pulls his jaw all the way down to like his belly button. No, no, thank you. And then he goes and climbs on in. Dive on in there, Daniel. Swan dives inside Luke's mouth. The doctor is freaking out so he grabs the dagger and is like holding it all scared at this point daniel's gone all the way inside and luke's back to normal looking asleep on the chase and then luke opens his eyes and just sideways looks at the doctor like smiling with fucking like smirky creepy eyes Get and your smirky, creepy eyes out of here, Daniel. Calm as fuck. So, like, now he's inside Luke. So this is why fucking Miles Robbins is, like, an amazing actor. Because yeah. now it's his body as, as Daniel. Daniel. And so okay. normal, cute Luke is suddenly, like, a fucking sociopath. So And, like, a little bit hot. A like, a little bit hotter. So Daniel Luke grabs the dagger out of doctor's hand and stabs the doctor in the gut. Oh, God damn it. He falls down. He fucking gets on top of him and fucking Sammy style, except backwards wrongs, stabs forever. No, that's not the way the stab forever is supposed to go. Yeah, no. the other way. Anyway, that's the, box, the, the backwards way. This is shoot. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, no. Backwards stab so, forever. Cut to morning, Luke Luke wakes up on the chase and slowly looks over. We can't see the doctor's dead body is on the carpet sure. with like That's blood and guts everywhere. Yeah, you don't want to wake up to that. So now he gets up and looks in the mirror and in the corner behind him is a creepy kind of like almost modern hellraiser looking demon so this is kind of like skull face guy with pointy stuff on top with pointy or pokey stuff okay um and he's scully looking scully looking yeah okay and he comes scully comes towards him (laughs) from and Mulder is not far no exactly (laughs) You were on it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And Scully says, I am the abyss. Oh, gosh. 
And then he's, I'm tired of the abyss. <laughs> he starts saying, get in, get in, get in, get in, get in. And like right up into his face. And then it cuts to Luke in that like kind of like they switched positions basically. No more Scully, Scully face is gone. Mm-hmm. And now Luke is just whispering, get in, get in, get in, get in to nothing. Oh, oh no, you look so crazy. And then he looks in the mirror and there's just a voiceover, and he says, Behold your castle, sire. Cut to Luke. Luke is stuck inside the dollhouse oh, with, like, the no. blinking yellow and red lights, and he's banging on the same door. No. That's why before we were in the dollhouse, we heard, Help me, help me. Well, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. That's all I'll yeah, say. Yep. <laughs> okay. 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 So now officially, so Luke, Luke is stuck in the dollhouse. Yes. Luke's body is in his regular house, but it's Daniel yes, inside. Yes. Sure. I'm going to call that Daniel Luke, but he looks like Luke this whole time. But he looks like Luke. Yes, I've got it. So Daniel Luke leaves the house, stands at the top of his steps with his backpack and starts emptying the whole thing out, like just chucking like the medication, chucking notebooks. He pulls out the camera and fucking does this really creepy smile, like the happiest smile that it's becomes creepy. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's so happy. It reverses itself. Like he's just scary. like, and then he does basically a selfie with this camera where he's just like. Hold on, let's do it for our patrons. Let's do the happiest, scariest smile we can do. There's actually, it reminds me of that YouTube video that we watched that's scary where it's like the guy keeps following you, him around. Yeah. Was it the yeah. smiling man? I think it was something like that. Yeah. yeah. I ju- also, I, I just kind of scared ourselves. <laughs> I'm a little creeped out. <laughs> Yucky. So he does that, takes a selfie, and then just chucks the camera onto the ground, and it breaks. Sure. Um, and then he, like, goes to the wallet and grabs cash out and puts that in his pocket and, like, throws down everything else. And then just starts walking down the street in his fucking regular Luke clothes of T-shirt Luke. and jeans that have some mm-hmm. blood on it. A little bit of dried blood. Old blood. You know. Okay. But even as he's walking down the streets, he starts, like, tucking his shirt in. Right, 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 right. To be more Lukey. More Daniel-y. More da- oh, more Daniel-y. Daniel-y is the tucky shirty in. daniel yeah, is, like, wearing a suit and shit like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Got it. And he, like, spits in his hand and, like, slicks it his slicks hair back, back a little bit. Okay. Um, Luke Luke inside the dollhouse now starts to kind of wander around like, what the fuck? Um, So he slowly starts going upstairs. Right. Back to Daniel Luke. He's at a store buying new clothes. His hair is like completely slicked back now, like gelled back. And he buys like a bright red suit and like stares at himself in the mirror and kind of practices smiling. So he doesn't look like a fucking creep. Yeah. Like a real fucking psychopath that doesn't understand it? feelings nailing did it. i do it Catherine's nailing it yeah <laughs> why where'd your lips go <laughs> i'm just practicing my smile this is what you can get over at patreon guys 
Go for your smiles. <laughs> I was trying to do all lips and no lips. All lips and no lips. Yeah. <laughs> um, send us your 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 creepy smiles and yeah, your let's see no em. lip smiles. Over on the <laughs> Tag us. And uh, anyway, so whatever. He's looking in the mirror. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and so he walks out in his new red suit and his slick back hair, fucking feeling good. And he looking like, flies he's, like fuck. smoking a cigarette outside and almost like biting at the air. He's just fucking like yeah. loving life so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Luke now is inside. So basically, the dollhouse, like from the inside, kind of is more like a castle. It's like a stone castle, it feels like. Here for it. Like almost like. Like Game of Thrones style, where it's just like Got big it. stone walls. I see it. I see it. Uh huh. Um, and so he's kind of walking through, and he hears like roar, like a ah, and then this creepy face, also with some p- pointies hang- from the top, starts following him. But it's not Scully face. Okay, it's a um, different pointy head. He starts following him. Luke runs, and the the point pokey face is kind of like like wait 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 but luke keeps running he gets away he's somewhere else and he sees a door so he opens it and it's a really cool shot where it's like he starts to open and it cuts like it becomes cassie opening the door Mm. so we're back to daniel luke in the real world oh okay got it and cassie opens the door to him and you know at first she's like what the fuck hey, kind of thing up? and he's like I yeah know, like I, I whatever figured things out blah 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 blah. yeah um and he's like i'm doing better now blah blah, blah blah she lets him in and um he kind of smiles and he like looks at the painting of himself and himself self yeah and he's like i really do like this and he's like you know people don't usually see me not like that uh so back to Luke Luke in the room now that he entered. And it's just like kind of like glass cases all around. Mm-hmm. Um, and we look and there's like some knives and the dagger. And then another case that has like a machine gun and some other guns. Okay. I can assume that they're things that like have been used to kill the people. People. Okay. And there's, right, like, a right. painting on the wall with some demon shit. Sure. And then there's, like, a pedestal that has, like, an old-timey phone on it just sitting there in, like, the middle. Okay. So cut back to, like, close-up of, like, Daniel Luke's face, and he's, like, almost crying, like, staring at, like, I think the, the painting of himself. Painting. I'm not really sure. Like, he's just very extra right now. Right, 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 right. And Cassie's like, I know you feel alone, and, like, um... You know, like you can't get out of, can't get rid of the shadows or something like that. And, and Daniel Luke is like, I don't think we should get rid of the shadows. I think we should let the shadows rule us. Well, Daniel Luke, I don't know. And she's like definitely a little, she's on edge. Yeah. Yeah. Her spidey sense. His energy is weirding me out. Yeah. And so she kind of like is backing up a little bit and she ends up bumping into her table and she looks down and the drawings are there. He left the drawings. From John Thigpen, and the first one on top is the one that's like all black with the guy in a red suit and right. a pokey face. And right. now 
Luke is standing in front of her in a red suit with slick back with hair. A, with slick back hair, yeah. And so she kind of looks at that and tracks that. And... Oh, and then she also tracks the pointy, the, the pokiness, basically, of the thing she drew mm-hmm. and then the pokiness on this drawing. Okay, yes, yes. I'm with you. It's all coming together. Yes. And so Daniel Luke starts talking about, like, them going away together and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, 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 totally. And she keeps kind of, like, backing up. And she ends up, like, behind her grabbing, like, a box cutter. Mm-hmm. And since nice he's been going girl. towards her, he ends up seeing the picture that's on the table that she just saw. Mm-hmm. So he knows now. He knows that she's picking up on what he's putting down. So he comes towards her really slowly. And he's like, you wanted to touch the darkness, didn't you? And she's like, I saw the real Luke. I wanted the shadow to go the fuck away. And he's yeah. like, super pissed at that. And he's like, fine. And he's like, um, I've been, I've been kind to you. I've shown you sensitivity. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, fuck this. I'm so sick of this face. And then he starts poking and pulling at his own face as if it's clay and moving it all around until he now looks like Daniel Daniel. No, I don't like he. So Luke up in the castle room, the phone rings and he picks it up and he's now hearing the conversation between Cassie and Daniel. Um, Daniel. Yeah. So He's like, fuck Cassie. And so he goes back to the door and the door is now locked. Shit. Question 11. What do you do? What does he do? I'm not going to lie. This is pretty smart and pretty. I would be very impressed if you get it. But it it kind of all makes sense. But I'm going to grab the machine gun and shoot the door open. To metaphorically open the door to the dollhouse which I think will put me back into my body body so this is Uh, just the door of like the room that you're in not like the front door of the dollhouse but either way it doesn't really matter okay you're still trying to get through it I'm gonna do that but based on you interjecting that way I'm gonna go ahead and assume that that's not what he does but that's what I'm gonna do uh let's see Don't psychoanalyze my responses to you. Oh, I'm psychoanalyzing your psychoanalysis. Um, what does he do? It's really smart, so I probably won't get it. Uh, he uses that phone. Does he use the phone to call into Cassie's brain? Or to call into Daniel Luke's brain? I'm going to use the phone. I mean, Daniel's going to use the phone, and I'm going to use the machine gun. Uh, Point for you. Uh, Machine gun sounds like a great idea. Thank you. He looks at his hand and closes it into a fist, and then with his mind, he creates a key inside of it. (gasps) Love it. Okay. Cut back to Cassie. She slices the box cutter at Daniel, misses He throws her up against a wall. She hits him with a fucking painting or some shit and or paint can and then runs out into the hallway of like the building. 
Um, yeah. He chases. She slams him against the wall and like kicks him down the steps. So he falls down the stairs. So she runs to the other doorway to go basically yes. upstairs to the roof. Yes. Back to Luke. He puts the key and opens the door. A brick wall is no! behind it. God damn it. And then behind him, pokey face, not Shelly guy, mm-hmm. starts to come after him and like roars at him. And Luke breaks the the glass and grabs the dagger from the case and stabs the guy. Stabs. Okay, great. Great. So that guy hurt, but like, like, uh, uh. and then yeah. Luke gets a kind of look at him. His face is mushy and then weird pointy things hanging out. But like, yeah. Um, then I start to realize too, it's, it's really dark and old looking, but it looks like he had what was once a white button up shirt and black tie on. And Luke is like, you're John Thigpen. You're the guy that shot up the place and you've been stuck in here. You got possessed by Daniel. You've been stuck in here. Roomies. So I think maybe he was the one possibly yelling, help me, help me. Yeah. Is my circle jerk back oh to that. Gosh. And come a knock on our door. We'll be waiting for you. Yeah. A thing and a thing and a thing and a thing. Three's company yeah. too. He said, he asks him, he's like, how do I get out of here? Back to Cassie. She's on the roof. Daniel's now up there. He tackles her. She kicks him. As she kicks Daniel in Luke's room, some of the bricks start to fall out. Great. Cassie, keep doing what you're doing. Cassie does keep hitting him. And she's like, where's Luke? I know you're in there. Yes. Another brick or two falls. Yes. And Luke asks John, what's out there? And John says, the abyss. Mm. Yeah. So he it's goes scary, over. But we got to break down those psychological walls. We're all trying to do it. And he starts pulling more bricks. Mm-hmm. Until he, and then he goes through and he crawls kind of through a little thing. And now he's on like the roof of a castle. Okay. And below is that red, yellow, smoky, swirling galaxy abyss with the thunder lights and stuff. And he can hear Cassie um, saying, Luke, I know you're in there. Kind of from yep. a distance. Yep. Question 12, what do you do? What does he do? We're diving in. We're both diving in. Fuck it. Diving Can't in? get worse. Diving in. Double day. Dive into the abyss, everybody. Dive in, baby. He fucking swan dives in and he ends up, um, or we cut back to Cassie now, who's like um, trying to like stab Daniel with the box cutter. He punches her and then Luke appears behind her. Yes. So Luke and Daniel are like opposite each other. She's kind of in the middle, but like, yeah, across the entire roof. And Luke says, you're a parasite. And Daniel, like, screams and yells at Luke. But Cassie can't see Luke now. She can only see Daniel. Yeah. Okay. So she just sees Daniel losing his shit. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, and he's like, for centuries, I've helped people. I've given them visions. I've, I've healed their problems and no one deserves any of it. And he's just being a real fucking 
fucking pissed off, bitter yeah, little screw monster. Yeah, sir, you sound like a douche, dude. Um, he's like, you're a parasite, Luke. Good one. Nice. So at this point, since he's distracted, Cassie runs to the fire escape ladder and starts climbing down. Okay. And so, like, they're at the top of, you know, a pretty, pretty high building. building. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, at least probably four or five stories. Mm-hmm. And... Daniel's definitely, like, hurt a little bit. Like, he starts, like, limping towards the ladder, you know? Like, right. um, And Luke looks next to him, and there's, like, a couple tools and stuff on the roof. So he sees a broom, and he <gasps> throws it at Daniel, and it goes through Daniel's back and comes kind of the out through the stomach. And yeah. what comes out is the point is a of sword. a sword. Yeah! Our imaginations can take us anywhere. They can kill our demons and make us live in castles. But Daniel now pulls it out through him and then holds it up. And so Luke grabs another broom and now they start sword fighting. Love it. And so there's a whole very intense long sword fight. You get it. I Um, see it. At one point, Luke is kind of like, exhausted and Daniel starts hitting him with the handle of the Mm -hmm. fucking um, sword over the the head, the hilt, if you will, Mm -hmm. and over his head like three times. And so this like backs Luke up to like, um, you know how it's it's the kind of roof that's like Anna's in Chicago. So like, yeah, so there's a wall perimeter around it. Yeah. Yep. I can see it. It's um, actually already what I was picturing. We were all on honest perfect. roof. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's exactly that lofty kind of building. Yep. So there's a little bit of a wall, but like, you know, so he ends up being like laying back on top of it. Yep. Pretty much is uh, Luke. And he's like, and then he ends up dropping the sword off the side. Mm. Question, and like, um, Daniel is like on top of him, basically. Question 13, what do you do? What does he do? What is the science of our bodies right now? What is the science of our bodies? Okay. So who has a broom sword right now? Uh, Daniel does. Luke dropped his off the roof. And is Daniel... So Daniel's like kind of got me pinned so that I could fall off the roof, right? Uh, you're like splayed backwards. You're kind of doing a, a little bit of a back bend over the, like you're laying on it. I am going to do hand in hand a little flippity loo where we just go floop, flip him, flip him over the side and me as well. And if I fall to my death, at least I'll be saving others from the demon Daniel. I mean, I was going to give you a point until you said that because that's not how you stay alive. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm willing to take a risk, but I'm going to flip him over the ha- side. Okay, point yes. for you. I'm flipping him over the side. Luke is laying there and he says, if I go, you go. Right. And Daniel grabs his neck and kind of gets in his face and he's like, you're not strong enough. And Watch Luke me. stands up, grabs him, and they both fall off the roof together okay and like as they do that there's like a flashback to them playing parachute as kids oh. 
and then there's like a slow-mo of them falling where it's like Luke's on the bottom and, and Daniel's on top and Luke is just like all bloody and kind of smiling in the air just like he yeah. did it yeah and then a broom hits the ground and then Cassie gets to the bottom of the ladder yeah and she sees Luke's body and she holds his face and she has one of those reactions that's almost like un- under um well uh, un- under reactive uh, under reactive yeah like i was like under under you know what i yeah, mean yeah i got like it. instead of being yeah. like luke 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 you know she's just like luke like she can't believe it like she's Process in shock it. yeah so she's just like luke 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 like to the point where i'm just like she's like trying to almost like wake him up you know wake up a dead body yeah and then she just like looks at the ground and she sits next to him and like kind of like lays back onto the ground and then we do a bird's eye view and we actually see his full body now so she's like they're laying like head to toe basically and his one leg is like completely bent but he's like on his back but like so all we saw was like his face before but now we see the ground and his the head like there's just blood and like brains like Braid across the ground so like yeah he's a goner yeah and now up on the roof daniel is standing there looking down at him from the roof and this starts being a little flashy faceness of like flashy 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 in between daniel's face and scully face with the pokies right until it's completely skull face scully face and then now Scully Face is actually standing on top of the castle roof. And he dives off the castle roof. Shit. Cut to black. Well, that didn't work out the way I was hoping. <laughs> well, shit. Demon Daniel won. Crap. What are my points? Terrible. I mean, technically, Luke was right. Like, Luke killed them both. Right. If, if we are to, to, to posit that he is, in fact, a demon. Um, I mean, right? Isn't he's he? he's not just schizophrenic. Oh. Well, no. So. What did you... Like, basically, if he is a demon, then, like, he did successfully kill them both. Like, it, yes. it, like he killed himself, and that, in turn, killed Daniel, because Daniel, who was actually Scully Face. Right, yes. In reality, um, mm-hmm. jumped into the abyss, and, like, that was the end. So, like, they both jumped off, and that we can assume Okay, Okay, so I actually wasn't reading that the same way. I was reading it as like, I'm a demon and I survive. Swan dive into my home, which is the abyss. Mm, I I didn't it take did, it that it way. Didn't. Okay. It was kind of like, now he's doing the same thing that just, you know, he's also got it. He's got also it, got jumping it, got it, got off it, the roof, basically. Got it, got it. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Um, all right. Let's see how terribly I did. So, but that's only positing that he's actually a demon and that. A demon and not It turns out that Luke is just schizophrenic this entire time and all of it, everything that happened was in his head so then he just jumped off the side of the roof for nothing 
Why is it more comforting to me to think that he was possessed by a demon? Demon? Oh my God, 100%. Because that's so much more comforting. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, he's the hero if it's a demon. Yeah. And it was like, all for, and he won, and it's all for the best. And it's like, if it's in his head, then it's yeah. fucking devastating and sad. <sighs> May we all be possessed by demons and not actually schizophrenic. Kim! You're in a punk rock band called Duh, and you're on tour. Only problem is, your roadie turns into a man-eating monster after midnight. What do you do? Ah, fuck. He might be killing all of our listeners. Okay, I gotta get rid of him. I mean, honestly, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fucking strangle him with the cords, and I'm gonna stab him with my drumsticks. That sounds good to me. That's a ding for you. So, Uncle Peckerhead is from our friends over at Dread, and it is a blood-soaked mindfuck of a road movie through a post-Trumpian hellscape. Ooh. Sounds right up our alley. Where can we watch it, Bernsey? Uncle Peckerhead is available now on Blu-ray and on demand. Go watch it, you guys. Yeah! Oh, Kim's face did not look good. (laughs) Did not look good. Okay. All right. <laughs> what is it? <clears throat> for your dead or alive. Oh my God, she had to clear her throat for it. Okay. For a dead or alive out of seven, you got two. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, cool. you're starting to be worse than me at this point. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. For your questions out of 26, you got 15.5. For a total out of 33, 17.5. Oof. <laughs> That's what we call an oof. So it's oh hard to my. say if you survived, Daniel. I survived, you bitch. <laughs> I survived. Way back in episode five or six, we said that in order to survive, you had to be over 11%. Well, that is over 11%. So, I survived, but I am in the ICU. <laughs> for sure. That sounds fun, Bernsey. It's really good. It's on Shudder. Um, the actors are amazing. They're really good. Um, I mean, Miles Robbins in particular is, is wonderful. Awesome. Um, That's great. From switching back and forth and stuff. Like, uh, it's good. But yeah, it, it had me the whole way. Like, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was good. Who are we? Where are we? When are we? But you're right. It's hard to decide if I'm. We, you are a hero who unfortunately sacrificed yeah. yourself or just like really, really, really sad story. Really? I mean, listen, it's 2020. So in my heart, I know that a schizophrenic jumped off the roof of the building. <laughs> Uh, and then they predict, predicted the super flu. So great. Yeah. So I think we all know deep down in our hearts what really happened. But we can all believe that we slayed the demon we with slayed. our Uh That was great, Bernsey. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. That was fun. I was excited to tell you that. So here are your assignments. Uh, rate and review. Mm-hmm. Uh, Follow us on all the things at KK Sam Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, join us on Patreon. Yes. 
uh, and join our Facebook group. Oh my god, I forgot about our Facebook group. What? Oh my god, those weren't words, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got I got, got too there. excited that all my words became one. I jumped. So excited. Yeah. So <laughs> it's so, so fun. Do, do all those things, and then also, well, uh, Kim already said that she's going to post the um yeah the link to watch our Horrible live stream at Horrible Imaginings Film Fest, and also watch all the fun films. And um, um, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Yeah. So until next week, this has been Kim and Kat's Stay Alive, maybe. Oh, so until Wait, next what happened? week. No, I just, um, I had a stroke and I started at the end and you came in at the beginning. You know what? Take two. Take two. This has been Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week. Stay, stay alive. alive. <laughs> we did it. Yay. <laughs> Goodbye, Slayer Dragon. Come and knock on our door. We'll be waiting for you. Yeah. A thing and a thing and a thing and a thing. Three is company, too.